If you freaking don't want to fight, then you freaking might as well stop right now. Are you going to stop fighting? You're behind in this fight. Damn it. Take this. You're behind in this fight. You're not listening. You got 12 minutes left. That's all around. What you do in the next 12 minutes, you're going to have to live with for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Your little son, he's not going to be told that his son beat Hollyfield. He's going to be told he beat stores for a guy named Volta. With no talent. You understand? Anything you feel, he's feeling the same for worse. You're just not digging. You hear me? And you can't talk about all the things you talk about if you don't perform. Now listen, if you want to live with that the rest of your life, no. Michael, it's gonna happen. You got 12 minutes, you're behind. You understand? It's gotta start here. Yes, yes. We're back once again. This is episode 49. 49. Master of accents. Yeah, that's it. It's really the only, the, the only thing you do well is the Telemundo guy, really. I do everything well. No, it's not. Let me tell you news. something. Fake fake news. That's what my fucking mom tells me. She says, <laughs> says I do a great job and I can be anything I want to be. Mm-hmm. And um, what are you looking at? I'm looking at fucking this prompt I got on here. What the fuck is this? What does it say? Tell it me. Says, it says permission needed from meeting host to record request to record sent to host. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Jesus, Billy. Get this Billy back in. Requesting to record this meeting locally. Yo. That's weird, right? Denied. You denied me? (laughs) (laughs) Denied. Uh, Good. I don't want to. uh, I don't want to record this fucking lame show anyway. (laughs) Shit's like a computer virus. Right. Right. This is Knock Em Out the Box, episode 49. My name is Vinny Paz. I'm here with my co-host with the co-most. Well, yeah, something like that. Mr. Majestic, left, so, right, left. So, kid. so Nakis, I just want to bring this up at the top of the show. These these two snuck out behind my back and had dinner without me, Billy and Vinny, and had a meeting about knock them out the box. And uh, and I'm just these, finding out about it now. These are these are half about truths, five half minutes, truths. five minutes to showtime. These two, these two laughing it up. All right. Laughing it up off air, having great memories, backslapping each other. These are laughing, half truths. laughing about the weekend. Oh, we had such a great time. <laughs> so then I log in on the Zoom and they all they all they all they all got quiet. They Fake got quiet. news, half truths. We did go to dinner. Yeah, That's- without me. And these are facts. These are not half truths. And that you two are having great grand old memories about dinner last weekend. And that might be that was might a be great true. Dinner. I, it was I, a great dinner. I ate tuna out of a fucking can. All these right? all might be true, but the other parts are not. Which part's not true? That we met about a po- another podcast. Yeah, podcast. you guys were t- discussing about another podcast. That's, that's, that's without me. To lie, it was it's, it was all business. Yeah, and the business is how do we get this fucking New Yorker off this show? And let's be honest, I'm the face of this show. All right, people tune wow. in for the kid here. All right, mm-hmm. they don't tune in for that beard. All right, and they certainly don't tune in for the rapper. 
right? They tune in for the boxing mind right here. Oh, wow. The old boxing noodle. Wow. Okay. Wow. What are your fans called? My, I don't have fans. All right. <laughs> more, I'm, more, I'm, morons. I'm, 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 no, I'm altruistic. So the show, you know, I'm all about the show. All right. I'm oh, not, you, I'm not you, selfish you, like you too. You promote altruism is what you're saying. Whereas That's really, what I said. You know, I'm, I'm altruistic. This is, I'm, I'm all about the show. You guys are all about yourselves. I'd rather create factions in the fans. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. You, you, you probably have your little, you know, you probably secretly respond to everyone's email. And With beardies? Yeah. Something's going on here. It's weird. Um, all right. So what are we doing? We're talking about boxing now or? Uh... I think we are. <laughs> I just want to, uh, I want to start with, uh, we mentioned it, what he said after the fight, but this guy, this Bozo Teofimo Lopez seems to be sticking to, I'm retiring. Okay. Um, of, because I, because he's a dimwit, I obviously uh, am not believing it, but there's also a part of me, I don't know if you agree with this, that when people behave the way he behaves, and it's silly that we should give them uh, not much of our time. Okay. You, you know what I yeah, I, I, unless you disagree, unless you think he's done. No, no, well, he's done for a couple of years. Uh, like to me, he, this is just a ploy. To no, get a is, deal. is he writing you know? the the emails that were required? Because uh, apparently, before this, it was just um, hex messages, and in order to like relinquish your belts officially, right? You know, uh, so what the WBO was specifically, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard a rumor. Now, I don't know how true this is, and if any, if there are any divorce attorneys, and again, it goes by state. I don't even know what state the guy lives in permanently, um, that he's getting divorced, and this is his way somehow of, like, abdicating, like, payments or whatever. But it doesn't really, from what I understand, it doesn't really work like that. You know, it works based on earned income while you were, uh, and a judge relies on that. So if that's the case, I'm sure it's, if a bunch of boxing fans can figure that out, yeah, a, a judge and another lawyer will be like, eh, I don't think so. Well, maybe um, uh, there's a, there's a possibility that the the ploy is to avoid future payment. You yeah. know, let let let's just say there would be a monster fight for him in right. the fall, and, and you know, in his head. And well, his right. So like it, they're like, well, we're not giving. We're gonna get six mil for that fight. Right. We're not giving our three. Right, you know, right, right. I'm just again. We're yeah, both yeah, of course. We're right, both right, right, right. Know. And yeah, obviously. But, but, but I, she, she would then petition. They would show that there's, a, you know, an exceptional amount of income. Exactly. I mean, it, it's yeah. So he's whatever. That's what he's trying right. to do. Yeah, he's this is adding <laughs> more messiness to an already messy existence with him. Right. Um, that uh, you can add that on to my um, assessment the, from the previous show where you think. It was a result of him looking good after the Sander Martin fight that he maybe could have, should have, would have lost. Right. And I just think Josh Taylor shot and looked like shit. I think, I think this guy is almost running an opposite of Lomachenko career where he steps in shit and comes out smelling like a rose. And, um, you know, that, well, that's, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, 
yeah, he's kind of this is getting like Tyson Fury-ish annoying to me. So yeah, it's getting into Broner territory. Holy shit, did you see that video? Yes. My God. Yeah. I mean, there's uh I wanted to bring this up. It's I mean, it's a little bit of a side note, but because of the Broner thing. I wanted to bring it up to you. I, did we talk about the Keith Murray video this week? We did it's like a, a couple of weeks ago. Right. Um, did, did you and I talk about it privately? Yeah. No, yeah. there's another new one. Where he's like in L.I., like clearly not well on the streets. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's bad. And whoever like whoever filmed it and posted it, that's that's wild, man. Yo, we talked about Keith Murray a couple shows back and I had referenced that I stopped calling myself the Keith Murray of boxing podcasts. um, Right. Because he's uh, he's just talking. And again, he's talking like he basically has had sex with every um, celebrity ever. Uh, Well, I mean, for what it's worth, what I'm about to send you now live while we're on air makes all of that look fine. (laughs) This is just bad. But again, spreading it's another weird thing. But it's just the Broner thing. Oh, I'm looking. At, I'm looking it. at it now. The Broner thing. Where my, I'll talk while while you're looking at it. Um, yeah, Broner got on a podcast, um, and was whacked out of his head. Um, he's clearly got issues. I think you have to, as a human being, um, be. Wow. You have to show some empathy. In other words, I, look, if we had Broner on, you know, because uh, what people may not know that yep. listen to our show is that um, you'd like to have guests on and I don't want to. And we just kind of ping pong back and forth. So I know you and I, I know um, that you're an empath, especially coming from what your parents do for a living. Uh-huh. If we had someone on who was a total wreck, we would just edit that out of the show, you know, and say, yeah. we had X, Y, Z on. Uh, it didn't go too well. Leave it at that. Not even say what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that part's edited out. We hope to have him back, you know? Yeah. So um, the posting of the Broner stuff and the posting of the Keith Murray stuff is a little bit like I just sent you the video and I'm not going to put that anywhere. You know what I mean? But people are. Yeah, no, that's insane. I was just actually looking at the street. Yeah, to see there. if it, yeah, I, I know exactly. I I was there today. I figured you were. Um, my now, route, my route runs right through. The, I was literally on that street today. Now the good news is, obviously, unlike V, uh, you know, uh, camcorders back in the day. Remember, there would be timestamps. Yeah, there's no timestamp on that video. I don't watch award shows. Apparently on Sunday night, the BET Awards, Death Squad was on and they all murdered. So I don't know that you can go from being in that type of shape to getting yourself together one night. I mean, people can do that. You know what I mean? Right. I I don't I don't know when that that video was from. Oh, my God. If if you're if you're trying to take a positive angle, um, word is that a Reggie. Keith and Eric Sermon did like a little medley uh-huh. on the BT Awards and beat everybody body. Nice. So, and like, so it was, 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, hopefully. I didn't see that. Look at that. I I watched this clip of him uh, on another podcast. And um, it's it's weird to say, to be polite about it. The one you're talking about where he's talking about, like, who he slept with and this and that. Yeah. It's it's maybe weirder than that. Yeah, because that's weird. He's like in a trench coat and shit. Um, yeah. Who, who like yeah, that Broner podcast, when they cut to the other pe- people that were on the podcast, you could see how awkward it was. Um, they were visibly uncomfortable because it was in person. It wasn't like how we're doing it on Zoom. He was there with those people, correct? I but he's got I some watched, problems. I watched this Obviously. thing, this thing, and I I guess by the time I looked it up, the uh-huh. maybe the original had been taken down. So you know how people, it's yes. the same world we live in, like discuss a video while making a video. Yes. That's what I saw. And via that, I couldn't tell. It looked like Rona was sitting at a table like you would at Howard Stern and like wilding yeah. out. Yeah, I don't um, even think it's, I think it's like like mostly scrubbed. Yeah, which is, you know, a good idea. But uh, yeah, so yeah, we we got into that from Lopez. So these guys are dealing with mental health issues. um, And I think the worst thing that can happen when you're dealing with stuff like that is success. Because you look at Kanye, you know? Yeah. I mean, you just knew that guy. If he was from around your way or he was from around my way, we'd be like, oh, yeah, the the mental patient. But as long as you're generating money and successful, people, no one's going to help you. You know what I right. mean? They're milking the cow the best way they know how. They, you Our know, projects, chicka pow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, there's this, I've I, I've said stuff about Kanye being bad shit. And, and, you know, there's the people that go, yeah, you're right. And then there's the people who are indifferent. Then the people who are like, so far gone and buying into the bullshit. They're like, no, he's just like a genius. I'm like, see, this is why the guy yeah. died. Right. You know, because either either the people around him refuse to get help, him help. He's nuts. He, he's batshit crazy. Yeah. Should absolutely is in dire need of mental health care. Right. And and the fact that no, you know, no. And again, and, and 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 Broner's crazy too. Yeah. And so is Teofimo. Right. You know, and there's yeah. there's other guys that are, there might be other guys we're not bringing up, guys. It's because uh, they're smart enough to know they're crazy and not talk. Right. And, and and someone else who's dealt with it is when Tyson Fury says crazy shit, you go, oh, that's crazy. But he's talked in depth about having mental health issues. Right. You know what I mean? Not that it gives you a free pass, but at no, least. Of course it doesn't. Right. At least at some time you acknowledged it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah, try. Yeah. And somehow I feel like he's going off the rails again. You it's, know, not it's, that this is a mental health uh, yeah. show. I was gonna say, it, you know what it is, man? It's on the forefront because it's everything is so accessible, like you said, like with these cameras, you know, yeah. the moment yeah. it happens, it hits the internet. So one second after the, you know, what I don't what's what's sort of like I don't know, like the the, the whole thing, like now every like there are people caping for Broner. Um, and if people follow me on Twitter, like I didn't, I'm like, this is a guy like that before the fame was punching old ladies in the face at 
supermarkets and stealing their mm-hmm. purse. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Broner's not a good guy. Right. I'll, I'll say it here on this podcast. Like he's a right. bad person. Right. So mental health issues are not. He's a he's a bad person. Um, well, I remember a few episodes back, I was talking to ta- about Tank. I'm like, I don't think that behavior is that of a good person. Right. How I, much do you go? Oh, he's a kid. We our joke. Yeah. Is, yes. Are we just, yeah, yeah. Are we going to be saying that when he's 35? Because right, right. Now, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's another guy. 30. Hits women. You know. Um, it, uh, again, not no remorse for why he's locked up now. You know, ran people over at a bus stop and d- still didn't get it after he basically, like you said, a couple episodes ago. More or less got a free pass and still Absolutely. fucked up because he could yeah. wouldn't stay in a, in a, in a, in a whatever he described as a one bedroom apartment. Um, anyway, uh, and I think, yeah, th- then then out comes the air quotes mental health, which speaking of. We'll get to that later because there's a guy who maybe I do believe is suffering because it's not post horrible behavior where he's inflicting pain on other people and came yeah, out. We'll get to something. that. Yeah, we'll yeah, get to we'll that get later. To but, but yeah, it's, it almost seems like mental health now, just, they never say what form of mental health, right. Uh, <laughs> right. That they're having. It's just like, I'm having mental health. Well, like, I'm, I'm right. I'm having mental, <laughs> right? Like I'm right, having men, right? Like, like what? And it's like, well, are you, by you having bipolar disorder? You know, are you are you schizophrenic? Are you what? Like, what are you self-diagnosing yourself with? Or are you just coming on the internet looking for sympathy after you did some horrible shit when you had one too many drinks? Well, yeah. Unfortunately, what's happening is when we were younger. It wasn't spoken about at all. No, unless you were really like suffering. Yeah. And now now it's like I'm going to act like a buffoon and then use that as a as a as the card in Monopoly, you know, the get out of jail free card in Monopoly. Yo, let's try to work this angle. Yeah. Instead of being like, I drank too much. And then, yo, you could there's various reasons for using and abusing alcohol and drugs. You could just say that. But instead of having the humility to say, I got to get my drinking, my drugs under control or whatever. I got to go yeah. seek help for that. It's I'm suffering from mental health. Full stop. <laughs> like, what the right. fuck are you talking about? Right. Anyway, right. Um, right, we got a lot of news. Yeah. I, I, look, I guess the biggest news in the boxing world is Canelo. It's massive. News. Um, yeah. Look, three fight deal with Al Heyman's PBC worth over a hundred million. Yeah. Uh, you and I always love that. Well, over a hundred million could be a billion. billion dollars. <laughs> like, well, I, I love the over da da da. Like he could make over two hundred yeah. million. And then, and then it's right. And then so is it like thirty three million. You know what I mean? Which is like you know ninety nine million. You know at the right. end of the three thirty three point three three three. You know whatever. Or is it? Is it? With pay-per-view back-end incentives, he could earn that, upwards that's of... That's what I was going to say. Are yeah. they giving this number because with back-end AO and 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 Gates, and you know, is it... Okay, we're guaranteeing this much, but you stand to make 200 if, yeah. if all of these are yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we spoke about the John Ryder fight, uh, you know, ad nauseum when it happened before and after. And it's like, bro, I think there were like 50,000 people in Jalisco. Yeah. So you're talking, I mean, that gate, even, you know, even though the money there is different and it's not a wealthy country, you know, at, at, 
at a twenty, thirty, forty dollars ticket, they made a couple million. To oh take, yeah, you know? absolutely. That's that's a, with very cheap tickets, right? And you know, he's look. We we said he wasn't pay per view worthy. I think it still did over a half a million pay per views. That's did it really? Big of a wow. Stark on, yeah. Wow. That's how big of a star Canelo is. That like yeah. a no name guy from another continent. Well, you know, I'll say this: it's it it appears Showtime's deal with Paramount uh, is, you know, they want to continue with big fights because um, Showtime's really been with their pedal to the metal uh, this year. And I I personally thought it was because you know you and I've discussed that ad nauseum. PBC looks like they're broke. Yeah, um, this sort of. For us, the public seems to have come out of left field. I don't know if he's just trying to save his handsome face, but Eddie Hearn and Oscar have been going at it for like, yo. It's wild, wild. Baby. And Hearn, it's this is how like misinformation gets pushed. Oscar keeps tweeting stuff, and then people like underneath it are go, "No, you're not taking what he said full context," and they they'll post the full video. Correct, uh, you know. Oscar comes out and says Eddie Hearn throws Canelo under the bus. And then of course the video gets posted underneath by the, you know, the Twitterati that I call them. Mm-hmm. And it immediately debunks what Oscar said. And it's like, no, he said Eddie. So Eddie Hearn said, we literally didn't have anybody for Canelo to fight. I actually think yeah, it was pretty classy how he handled it. And I, I thought know, so too. Look, and it was like, look, into the ring over there. Not here so much over there. The booze rained down on him. We still haven't gotten yeah, right. any of the, the knock nation to really explain to <clears> the <throat> Is it just that he's a rich hunk? Yeah, he's a rich <laughs> hunk. And, and, and that just angers, angers so, our, our so he said, brethren? Yeah, so he says, we didn't have anyone for him to fight. So I applaud him. It makes sense for him to go over there. They yes. have the guys in that division that he'll make money with. Yeah, he. He Oscar was basically saying, you say you, you're saying Canelo loses you money. And he's like, well, if we continue to if we sign him for another three fight, hundred million dollar deal, mm-hmm. we would have lost money on him because we don't because, have anybody for him because we because he's fighting the John Riders of the world. Correct. Which is not generating even though half a million against him. You know, right. I'm not calling him a no name. I'm calling him a no name in regards to like. Right. Mainstream, mainstream, bro. No America one knows besides or, us who he is. Correct. I don't. I didn't even mean America. Mainstream globally. Right. There's no mainstream community that knows who John Ryder is. Right. Uh, you know those fights. Uh, look, let's be honest about it. As brilliant of a fighter as he is, no one knows who Bivol is. If you're talking about right outside of guys like us or our listeners, you know, right. I thought Eddie handed it. Uh, I thought so too. I thought it was very classy. I still pop when people boo him in in at fights that he's at in uh, UK, and and I still haven't gotten an answer as to why that's happened. If people hate him, his father, or 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 he's just a dick. I don't I don't know. I like you know Eddie Eddie amuses me. Um, right. Look, Canelo Charlo is expected to happen in September. For undisputed great. WBA, WBC, IBF, WBO, super middle. I, B, one thing I wanted to bring up about this deal, we can keep talking about it because it is huge. It's what's yeah, people are, is um there is look, there are factions in boxing. We've talked about this. It's unfortunate, you know, it's whether it's tribal, <sighs> whether it's tribal, it whether it's promotional, 
Like it's very strange, at least to you and I. Yo, that there not are weird fans of promotions. <laughs> like, yo, I'm a top ranked guy. Yo, I'm a disorder. Yo, there are like PBC <laughs> fanboys, and I'm gonna tell you something. It's so weird. The PBC fanboys who have been out and about and loud for years. The silence was deafening. That Canelo is going over or, there, or or the the ones that did chirp were like, "Oh, he's only fighting Charlo now because he's coming off of a two year layoff." I, I mean, bro, that's really flimsy. So I, I mean, and, all the guys and over the, there and the Canelo haters are like, "Canelo's only you know blah blah blah." blah. They, they may not be PBC fanboys, but they're Canelo haters. And yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. So I put I a tweet out where I said, um. Yo, if you don't like the Canelo Charlo fight, fuck off and unfollow me. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? Like, yeah, I put it out because, and then I had people respond to it like, "You actually like this fight?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. This is a very good you uh, guy. Uh, you let, motherfuckers been calling for this fight. Hold on, bro. People have been calling for it and saying he's ducking both of them more right. when they were the similar size. Yeah. Now they're all over the place. Ones are fifty four. The one that's going to fight Tim Zhu for all the marbles. Right. The, the Charlo, this Charlo is going up one division because he's been at middle and done really nothing there. This has been called for by the people that either dislike Canelo or B think he's ducking fighters. Right. You know, the, the, and now you the, got the, it. You got the, you, the there's 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 and a he, lot. And of- he signed to the promotional outfit where all the fighters that he's ducking. Correct. Boo boo. Right. Charlo, Benavidez, Benavidez. They're all there. So my prediction. Should I give you my prediction? Well, hold on. Let's oh. let's just say this. Let's just say okay. this. He conceivably in the three fight deal could fight the three names that they've been saying. He's talking oh, that, that's either. that's my prediction. Oh, oh, is okay, that he okay. fights Charlo, Boo Boo, Benavidez, then retires. I, I, I wish is, I had. I wish I had. Something valuable to add to to this sounds like a pension deal similar to I mean, look, we've talked about after Floyd Canelo mirrored his career similarly Mm -hmm. to Floyd Mm -hmm. Um, Benavidez is his Pacquiao Mm -hmm. right now. So I think he'll make that fight. I think he's going to he's going to I think he's going to take two fights. I think he wins these two fights. Um, with Boo against Boo Boo and against uh Charlo, and again, guys, Boo Boo's not booked. This is this is uh, this is our two P brain speculating, speculating. This is just me speculating. So, if he's not injured or doesn't get injured, I think that's the trajectory of his career going forward. I think these three mega fucking fights, and he's gonna do it. He he fought six like five times in a calendar year. And then fought three times the following year. He needed a break. No one does that anymore in boxing. No one does these 10 week camps, which is what he did pretty much for each fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. And he was burned. The dude was burned out because you guys sitting at home. Like I'm sitting at home. Most of us don't realize that it's not just the training that these guys do. It's also the press. Vinny, you lived your adult life, as you said last episode, on tour. Being on a press tour is a tour. They're doing constant interviews. They're constant face-offs, monotonous uh, press conferences, interviews, et cetera, then training. 
then well, then maintaining weight and diet, you know, finding a gym that you may not be used to sleeping in a room. I don't care if it's the fucking four seasons. It's still not your bed. You know, it's still not it, you're training at different times, odd times. It's not the same every day. B, think of, do you think that, you know, I'm getting up before the sun is out, driving to another country, trying to get a, a nap before sound check, then do sound check with a show looming, which would be the equivalent of a fight. You know right. what I mean? Of course, I'm not getting hit. But yes, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And then in the in between my the sound check and the set, I'm doing these things you're talking about. Face off. You know, that's like an interview. Right. Oh, this is and like boxing, everyone's selling. Oh, this is the biggest boxing website in Crimea. Yeah. Everyone's the biggest blank in blank. Right, 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 right. And it's like the eye rolls start happening and they're dealing with that. Oh, this is this is the biggest boxing podcast in the former Yugoslavia. (laughs) And you're you're filling out these forms. You're going, bro, I don't want to do this. And and unlike me with the contracts that I signed to do this, these guys are contractually obligated. You ever see like Popovich and how great he's hilariously. Yeah. Grumpy? Yeah. He's doing it because in his contract to be a coach, he has to after the first, second halftime, third, fourth quarter. Yeah. Contractually, you got to cut a promo here. So what? So you guys didn't play really good defense uh, in the first pop. What do you think you need to do? Play, play better, better defense. defense. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant, yeah. Pop. But yes, I'm just. I, this is the second time we've gone off rails tonight, and I've created it's my apology. But guys, trust me. When you think that I'm touring, and it's like this guy gets to see the world and rap in front of fans, bro. I've like practically never seen anything. They've been like, "Yo, we just passed the Louvre," and I was like, "Oh, I was snoring." Right. I, I so don't see the, I, you see the stage in the inside of a hotel room. I saw the Eiffel. Right. I've been going to Europe. Over two decades, I saw the Eiffel up close for the first time in 2018. Well, yeah, because you're going, but you're working. Yeah, man. I mean, there are right. some it's people, like... you know how like, you know how like someone like Pacquiao would be throwing tons of punches in the 12th, like yeah. against like Barrera or something. In the right. 11th, the There's some people who are just built like that who do actually tour and do right. things like this. And I'm applying this to boxers too. And you'll see them like, Yo, we were doing the um, we, we we were, um, you know, doing the press conference in Saudi, and they like go to Mecca or they'll make hot like Muslim fighters. <clears throat> if you're cut a different way, bro, and you're just like Energizer Bunny sneeze, but it's like a small percentage of the population. Right, but also, bro. also, but like for instance, like when we used to guys would go remote for like the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. worked at NBC, so yeah. people be like, oh man, how awesome would that be to go to? I don't know, name a place. And the guy's like, we're working 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week. We go to yeah. work and come home, sleep, get up and go back. Yep. Unless the guys rolled it in, in what a lot of guys would do, because you're, you're about 40 or 50 days away from your family. Yeah, they would. Whatever the destination was, if it wasn't too far, would become a vacation. So like their family would come out after the Olympics. Yeah, right. They, they just guys would take, right. they would stay and then go, OK, I, now I'm going to see the you know, the the country, the city, the area, the territory that I'm in. Um, I know like a lot of the because there's, you know, so many Italian people um, in the United States that uh, 
like the Torino Olympics back in the day. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of the folks treated that like a vacation afterwards. You know, their families came and uh, and flew out. Uh, same with um, uh, years back again. This is long before I worked there, but like the Barcelona games because uh-huh. you know, Spain is such a popular and it's not far away for the East Coast. You know, it's like a what, separate, was that ninety two? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of guys. There were pictures. Old, old, old. Eighty-eight pictures. was Seoul, Korea. Ninety-two Correct. was Barcelona. Ninety-six yeah. was Atlanta, right? Correct. What a bummer, Atlanta, right? Like you get, you Jeez. get like, you get like that Olympics, and it's like I'm going, I'm going to Atlanta. Yeesh. I know that's how the guys felt about. Uh, and no offense to anybody from Atlanta or Vancouver. What I mean is, it's like not far away. You're right. You know what I mean? Like it's not a, like a special place to go. Well, um, the, the, to 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 back up. What you're saying, I know like some people that were covering the most recent World Cup and it was just like, yo, man, it's just nonstop. If we can get like right. three hours of sleep, that's right. a good night. You think we're out visiting, you know, nah. like like it's not happening, man. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's something that you can that you can truly uh, understand unless you've been there. I remember you making um, a comment to me. You were kind of like, bro, I'm tired after your show. And, I, and yeah. I was hanging out with V. Yeah. And we were just kicking it. You know, right. I, yeah. you know it's, it's tiring it, to see it. The, the things that you can't quantify. It's not tangible for most people. Like, it you, don't, you, don't, even, you don't understand. Even being even being in a city where you know a lot of people. So there's a lot of people there. And depending on the kind of person you are, which I am, and you feel like you got to check on everyone and make sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. That's tiring. And there's people listening like, yo, man, I, I work construction. Like, get out of here. And I'm not it's not comparative, man. It's I, but it, it, things can drain you. You know what I mean? Because you're like your mind has to be on what you're about to go do because people paid their hard earned money to do it. But if your nature is to be like, yo, are you OK? Do you have water? Right. And most of these guys. Yeah. They and again, whatever. All I'm saying is. And what you're saying and what we're saying is that Canelo, this like doing what he did in the modern era at his level with the amount of press, like you're saying, like it is a rock and roll tour yes. mix. And then he got, goes in at the end of it. His reward is to get punched in the face. Correct. So by, <laughs> most of the time by really high level guys. Right. And to do that five times in one year and then like I think it was three times the next. Is yeah. uh, is unheard of in the modern era, which is why you and I have said we'd love to see these guys do it at a high level. And if they did like two mega fights and and two gimmies a year, we would understand it and do no real no real press for the two gimmies. But mm-hmm. the nature of media, the nature of the money on the line, and partly the nature of these huge contracts is they have to promote the shit out of everything to milk that cow the best way they know how. Yeah. That's callback. It that's is. Callback to your that's, earlier. That, that's what that's what we call it in journalism. That's yeah. As as you and I are two journalists. Right. Two journalists. For the well, let, let's talk about. Um, so I think that's a real quick though. I just wanted to just touch on it real quick before we move on. This is to me like an incredible stick it to the boxing public oh, naysayers. I, I love it. Like it's such a troll move to sign to PBC. Came out of left field too. Did. Like, I don't think anybody involved in boxing predicted this. B, if there was audio on Twitter 
we would have just heard crickets from yeah. from a certain yeah demographic the, the yeah the PBC people but the it, dummy the dummy graphic dummy graphic mm. the, they were they were boxing pods that fired up emer- of course we didn't because you know we just like to wait yeah but fired up emergency podcast for this you know like holy shit yeah Every, man. it was a collective holy shit yeah. And then some people good, bad or indifferent. Holy right. shits, but they're yeah. all holy shit. I don't see how anybody again. So to me, if you got a beef with this Charlo fight, you're, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. You're not seeing what's after no. this. You're no. not and seeing you the fact have that to keep the same energy. B. How long was Sugar Ray off before he fought Hagler? In my response to that tweet to a naysayer, I said the same thing. I said, yo, dude's off for four years. And moved up and never. And, and had one fight above the 47 pound limit prior to that. And that was like three years prior to his retirement. He went from welter to middleweight to fight Marvin Hagler. And again, I'm not comparing. See, and then someone in the comments was like, you're comparing uh, Charlo to, to Ray Leonard. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not comparing Charlo to Ray Leonard. What I'm comparing is a two year layoff isn't unheard of for a big fight. I look. I'm I'm certainly not comparing them, but again, keep the same energy. I don't want to hear how Charlo over the past few years, Charlo would whoop Canelo. And then right. your answer for him to lose is the of the layoff. Right. No, 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 no. And bro, yo, I don't think it'll happen. But so what if Charlo wins and looks fantastic? Right. You know what I mean? So then what? And then Canelo looks good in the in a fight after that. Right. I mean, they're the type to, to of your dudes. point last week where, you know, if he if Canelo, whatever, I'm just saying there's a million different circumstances that guys are going to be like, bah, 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 bah. just enjoy that. There's probably going to be a good buildup, a ton of promotion behind it, and it's going to be a fun fight to watch. Well, there's no I mean, if he was to win, we we say I think he's, he's going to batter Charlo. Um, uh, I think he'll batter Boo Boo. And Benavides is a great fight. Again, it's too far off for us to know right. what happens. If he takes a fight and looks great, takes a fight and looks like shit, meaning Benavides, we have to go off that to predict that because, you know, it's upwards of 18 months away, you know, potentially. Right. Hey, let me let me just let me touch on something real quick. Let me piggyback on you. Not sorry to interrupt you. No, not at you all. You know who's looking like fucking dog shit lately after his air quotes $50 million offer to fucking Canelo? David Team Benavides right now. Because they had a fucking David Morrell fight supposedly booked. That's now off because they're saying that they they never got a benefit. Samson Lekowitz, I think that's how you pronounce it. Someone write in KOTB. Yeah, Lukowitz. Yeah, Lukowitz, Lekowitz, whatever. Yeah. He puts it out there that they made a David Morrell fight. They do an interview with fucking Benavidez the next day. And he goes, no one told me about it. All things go through me. Yeah, I mean, the 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 tweet said it's it's agreed right and for, then for, and then david morrell november and then david morrell put out some wild heat like uh oh, like wild yeah like yo you're a fraud you're this you're that you know what yeah, i mean and that's probably because they agreed to the fight and then reneged on it and then he then they put that that press release out yeah and then and then benavidez is saying he never heard nothing about it but yo your team you can't say that if your handlers and your team put out a statement saying that the fight is happening. You don't yeah. get, you, you don't get to say, I didn't know about it. All things go through me. Well, then what the fuck you paying this dude for? Of course. 
And that's yeah. Sh- I mean, if you, unless you're your own manager and agent, right. that 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 doesn't hold. And he's saying, and, and he's saying he wants Jaime Munguia. I mean, by the way, I love Benavides as a fighter. And so do I. I, I like them, but I, I I can criticize this kind of shit because it's also the Benavides fanboys, right? They're well, like no, Can- Can- Canelo's a bitch. He doesn't want, but you know, he doesn't want Benavides. He doesn't want this. He doesn't want that. Then Benavides gets basically gets a fight with an unheralded guy in Morel, who's going to be a, 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 a fucking his, probably his best competitively is probably his, his, his strongest opponent. Oh, Morel is a beast. He's a beast. Right. Beast. And they say they're taking that fight. All the boxing heads, me and you, our demographic, we just like to see good fights. We don't give a fuck of who course. it is. Are like, whoa. Yo, yeah, man. Yo, that shit's going to be, that's the best fight of the year, blah, blah, blah. You're talking fight of the year if that gets me. Literally the next day, Benavidez says, I don't know nothing about that fight. Yeah. I want, I'd rather do Jaime Munguia. You'd rather fight Jaime Munguia, who you and I both agree got away with a highway robbery against Dervinchenko. And now you want Jaime Munguia, who is a career 54-60 guy in his second fight at 68, where he looked like straight dog do against Dervinchenko, another guy who was moving up. I bet. That's cool. Well, I'm just saying, yo, to your point and, and to piggyback off of the Twitter terms in in saying keep that same energy yo what if what the what, what are we doing here what are we what are we doing here i think the only way something like that is acceptable well whatever anything's acceptable we're not getting punched in the face but for, for guys like me and you you know like canelo with this three fight deal right let's say benavidez his management morel and his management says we're both going to take a fight and then fight each other. Then I'm good with it. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. you fight Jaime Munguia and then, you know, Morel in early 2024 and Morel does the same fight somebody in the fall, you know, solid or a name either or because it's like Munguia at this point has a name at, on some level, at least. Absolutely. Amongst, you know, um, we, like I early, early on, bro, it might have been on episodes behind the paywall. I was like, I think the upside, upside mm-hmm. of Jaime Munguia is an Arturo Gatti-esque career. Well, I loved Arturo, bro. I loved right. him. I loved him. But a guy who might lose some stuff he should have won, you know, might, right. might eke out some wins that he shouldn't have, always in wars. And those type of guys are great for the sport. Um, although, <laughs> bro, David Yanchenko had his head looking like a bobblehead. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, no. de- depending on where it was, I personally, there were shots that you and I have seen guy ref stop fights yeah. over before. There was one where his the back of his head almost hit his back. Yeah, that's how far back his. Yeah, not, you know, it was. It was I, yeah, David Yanchenko came up like underneath. Yes. His, yeah. Now, I'm not saying it should have been stopped. I'm just saying. There I understand what you're saying. Hellacious shots. I think personally, Dervinchenko is very good. I don't think I he's do mad. I don't think he's solid. I think he's very good. Very I good. Think all of his losses, you could flip a coin. Yeah, some of close. them even more. 
right. some of them even more, you know, mm-hmm. um, you you could argue that the knockdown early won Golovkin the fight and that if sure. it didn't happen, it could have been a draw. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. he fought well against Charlo. Uh, who did he get hosed against? Not. Um, uh, I forget his other. He. Oh, uh, was it a. Was it a Donis? We're going to talk about. No, that was. Uh, I didn't think that was. Did he f- even fight him? Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so if you yeah. have, you know, there's got there's there's some housekeeping that needs to be done over at Team Benavides because na- now this this Canelo PBC thing shook up the world. So people are gonna, you know, look, he's he's doing what you said he wouldn't do. Meaning yeah. you, the proverbial you, or however you're supposed to say it, that that say he ain't gonna do this, he ain't gonna do it. Well, he look, he's doing it, he's doing it. So shut up. Now, those folks that say, "Oh, Benavides is a buzz, so he'll fight everybody." Uh, no, Benavides, right. the, Benavides, the businessman, is starting to come out a little bit. Why am I gonna risk everything against David Morrell? You know, yeah, I mean, I didn't agree to this. Not uh, very long Samson ago, Samson did. Not very and, long ago, I was like, this Benavidez is a maniac. He'll fight anyone. He'll fight a heavyweight. He right, just, right, right. You know, he just don't, he's a goon. He, he's right. a goon. But this, like you said, th- now this is the businessman coming right. out, you know. Right. So, look, and again, I'm in no way a Benavidez detractor. I, I you know, I like Benavidez. I like yeah, him a lot. Yeah, me too, a lot. I, I don't, I probably don't like him as much as some other folks, but I like him. What I'm getting at is you have to, again, we were overusing this term, keep the same energy. The dude is, is doing the shit you, you, the, 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 the boxing naysayers, the same stuff that guys who you shit on do. Now Benavides is doing that. He's got big wins under his belt and he's doing that. And what's what's to me what the craziest part of that whole thing is his team put the statement out. This wasn't rumors. This was shit his his team officially put out. So look, man, the his promoter, his manager, everybody put this news out. Morell's team out, didn't break it. David Benavidez versus David Morell is now agreed for October, November. Right. Benavidez promoter Samson Lukowitz is confirmed. So I mean, what more? You know, you didn't know. Come on, bro. I uh, I, I, I thought, uh, just to call back, I thought uh, Derevyanchenko won against Danny Jacobs. Um, yes. Golovkin was close. He did well against Charlo, now that he won. And uh, the Carlos Adames was a a, a split decision. So, oh, yeah, I mean, close majority, thing. yeah. Um, that was interesting, yeah, I, by the way, that uh, the, the Danny Jacobs fight. Uh, Dre trained Jacobs and Gary Stark Sr., who they're tra- they are training partners. So Danny Jacobs and Derevchenko came up in the same gym together. Starrett City, Staten Island, uh, Sweatbox, all the gyms in, in Brooklyn and Staten Island, and they have the same trainer. <laughs> uh, that was Rosier and Gary Stark had to split duty on that 
and they're they're training partners, trainer partners yeah. in their gym. That was so yeah. odd to see that. That was a really boxing business shit. We're going to get these two trainers against these two guys fighting out of the same gym to fight a pro fight. It was a weird fight. I don't know if I could. I don't know about you. I don't know if I how boxers do that, how they get up for that kind of thing. I wouldn't be motivated to fight like a guy that I fought alongside of that I consider these guys are different, different, yeah, different, different animals. You, you got to be cut from a different cloth, yeah. man. Um, Look, if Canelo goes on the run that we talk about, it's, I mean, obviously already all the fame, but that's a crazy run. If he were to win those three that we talked about. This is, this is an incredible pension plan. <laughs> that's what I, I'm calling it. I just think that uh, I really think he wants to be Volt rematch. And that's a wrench in everything we said. And I don't know how it plays into it. I think he does, but he wants it on these weird terms. And I don't, I, I don't think it'll happen. And I think, I think Bivol's ready to move on. And I'm starting to understand why Bivol wanted it at 68. You know, he gets to keep his belts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing. In my anyway. opinion, it's his white whale, so I'm sticking to that. Okay. Um, hey, if it happens, great. Uh, okay. So there's all this like nonsense and back and forth, and he said, she said regarding uh, Anthony Joshua Dillian White. Have you been paying attention uh, at all or no? If Joshua wants a rematch clause for a non-title fight. Yeah, and then White doesn't want to allow that to happen because if he wins, he wants to go to Saudi for that the huge event we're talking about in December. Right. Which I guess, uh, no, or not I guess. It makes sense on paper, but who are you? Right. And like if everything, like, look, yeah, but who says is, that they still want you? Who says, like, that's not, is, what is this, the playoffs? Right. You playoffs? Know what I mean? Eddie playoffs. Admit, admitted that Anthony Joshua versus Dillian White rematch might not happen next due to money. I don't think we can get to the number Dillian wants in all honesty. He said they're considering two other opponents for AJ on August 12th. Dillian White on Anthony Joshua rematch negotiations. We've had one three-line email about the fight. No conversations at all. Eddie Hearns just disappeared. Why are you doing a million interviews about fighting me when you're not actually negotiating the fight? I don't know who to believe there. One thing I can say is um, I'll reiterate, look, you just did it with Benavidez. On this show, if we love somebody and they act goofy, we don't hold our tongue. We, we as the kids say, we keep the same energy. Right. And if not, we'd be, we'd be you know, we'd be fugazi. So we critique anyone and everyone when it's deserved and we heap praise upon anyone uh, when it's deserved. And when we're wrong, we say we're wrong. And one thing I have to reiterate continually that I was wrong about buildups to earlier um, Dillian White fights. I had never guys in the UK and overseas in general might not know we don't get a lot of the pre-fight stuff with overseas fights. We get right. the fights. So I was sort of like uh, Dillian White, sort of a laid back dude. And you're like, bro, no, he's not. He's a loud mouth. 
And I was yeah. like, word? No, nah, he's, nah, he's not. And you were like, well, he's allowed them. So to reiterate that I was wrong, I was wrong. And this dude just like running his jibs and he's talking like he's, um, you know, uh, an undefeated Tommy Martin. Yeah. <laughs> or like, an, like, like where, uh, my guy, you getting a crack at like the biggest name in British boxing Right. And a payday that's probably a retirement plan. What did you call Canelo's deal? Pension. The Canelo pension plan. Yeah. I mean, this is a heavyweight, massive heavyweight fights are pension plans. Right. Those guys get huge money when you fight, you know, yeah. fighters with massive stature, which AJ is over there. He's a star, a legitimate star. Right. I agree. I look. First of all, you don't really deserve the fight. That's number one, right? You don't deserve the fight. Has he fought since the Fury knockout? Uh, yeah, I think he did. Let me look. Okay. Um, well, you, you talk and I'll look. I just you don't. don't really deserve the fight. And Eddie's doing the interviews because you have no negotiation platform. Do you want this fight? This is the amount of money we're willing to pay you. Take it or leave it. That's why Eddie's doing like. That's why he's discussing the fight. Because if he whatever he offered you is what he's willing to pay you. There's no there's no other money to pay you. So. I, 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 I don't really know what the fucking why he doesn't understand that, but also, bro, I don't give a fuck about this fight. No. Oh, B, he stunk it out against that kid. I like Jermaine Franklin. Oh, uh, right. Yes, 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 I like yes, that yes, kid. yeah. He stunk it out and eked out a majority decision. OK. Um, I like Jermaine Franklin, by the way. I think he can fight a little bit. For, as far as people that, yeah. that aren't mm -hmm. considered top tier, I think yeah. I think he can give some guys trouble. Um, so so you you get a you you eke out Jermaine Franklin and you're getting a monster fight and you're you're yapping about the I don't know, man. Yo, man, just take the fight. AJ's been well, I don't know, whatever. I hate saying that. Cause I, you know, maybe they're offering him 10 bucks in a fucking, you know what I'm saying? A pat I don't, on a back. I, 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 I don't think I they have, man. Right. I don't think they have. Right. He's but getting offered a couple million to fight right. a guy that he says he can beat and he'll knock out and is broken and is shot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Well, so you, you got to so gamble on yourself. Gamble on yourself. Right. That's the point I was, I was about to if make. If you right. think a couple million isn't enough, well, guess what that win's going to get you? Right. It's going to get you another monster fight and certainly right. a monster fight paid it. You know, and then you start getting into funny arguments. Well, the Tyson Fury knockout wasn't a knockout because he ripped the uppercut and pushed me, and then Fury will bite him again. Da 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 da. Um, look, another fight that's going back and forth and back and forth. And, and who said? Well, he said, but but you know, I, I'm I'm somewhat interested just because of the history. There is is Chris Eubank Jr. kind of Ben. They're saying it's pretty much agreed to for September. again. Uh huh. Eddie Hearn. Um, September 23rd in Abu Dhabi. It's claimed okay. that the fight could take place in the UK if Ben makes progress with his UK AD case. I think that's like the, <laughs> the doping. The yeah. doping. Uh -huh. um, I read they're bringing scientists in. And oh! All, all scientists? Yes, yeah, scientists. Beakers and fucking graduated cylinders and Bunsen burners. Wasn't Beaker the name of homeboy in the yeah. <laughs> That's my yeah. guy. This Beaker and uh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's my guy. The that's next Beaker. thing on my notes was the Benavides Morel 
We talked about that. We want that fight to happen. Benavidez said, I don't know what's happening there. Is that a ploy? We don't know. If they both fight two solid guys or even the Munguia Benavidez would be a bloodbath. So if you if you give me that, <laughs> but I get this next, I'm okay. If not, and they go, look, two guys in their prime that are very good. It doesn't happen much anymore. Right. Make that fight. Figure it out. Um, so, uh, so after what I said about the Joshua Dillian White, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, there was um, an updated, you know, it was updated. Yeah. So I wrote that down for the sake of this quick. Eddie Hearn has confirmed that Anthony Joshua versus Dillian White will not be happening with talks ongoing for AJ to fight another heavyweight on August 12th. Ajit Kabayel is one possibility. I'm not hip to him. I don't know if you are. Who is this? A-G-I-T, Ajit uh-huh. Kabayel, K-A-B-A. Not, I don't know who he is. Uh, Hearn denied rumors that White demanded 10 million pounds, um, which <laughs> is out of pocket. If there, that's yeah. what talked about. Um, right. Well, fuck him. B, uh, one of our guys and one of your guys, you know, who, who I who I love as well, but you, you really love this kid. Bam Rodriguez, Sonny Edwards is now signed. Oh, yeah. And will take place as an IBF and IBO flyweight world title unification. Later. That's great, man. Fight later this year. Date and venue. This is TBC. What's that mean? I had TBD hmm. to be determined. Determined. TBC, unless it was a typo. Maybe. But C and D aren't even like, uh, they're kind of diagonal from each other on the keyboard. Um, to, to be considered, possibly? I don't know. Ooh, TBD is I like to that. be determined. This is, that like a, is that like a British way? Right, right, right. But it's but To it's be America. confirmed. To be confirmed. This hunk of shit undercard. Guys, we just want you to know what you're paying for. <laughs> For Spence Crawford. I mean, guys, you could matchmakers can put together fights that are really good that don't cost this a lot of money. Shit. I mean, what this is, bro, guys like you and I are the ones that are at the fights like before the concession people have turned up when there's like not even a bartender yeah. on staff yet. That's who me and you are. And friend of the show, correct. That's how we get down. The average person isn't. I, guys. These are a couple. Uh, if you're late to your friend's house, don't sweat it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Isa, be fashionably late. Isa Cruz Giovanni Cabrera is like uh, that's that's like Hagler Hearns compared to the, the two yeah. opening bouts. That's the best you're going to get. And Isa Cruz is just entertaining, you know, so I'm OK with that. I like him. You know, I'm uh, with seeing him. Yeah. Jesus Ramos, Sergio Garcia. And Gergen Havhanissian versus Victor Faust. I mean, wow, man. Just wow. I like it. It's an all-star lineup. It is. And we haven't even seen the price tag yet. It's got to be a hunch, right? You think it's going to be a hunch? I, I heard 85. So 85 clams. You can't make a better. You can't throw us. You know, you can't throw with some I, guys who aren't I don't, stars. I don't, understand, I don't understand that logic. Like Bob said this, and I was very critical years back uh, on top. Right, uh, uh, no one watches the undercard. Bullshit. People watch the undercard. Well, then don't call it undercard. Call it a co-feature. 
Yeah, I don't give a I shit. But the days of Don it, King undercards are right. Long, it, long, at long, least so you should have two very good fights. Under, I mean, I'm not saying do seven world title fights, but you should have three on a fight like this. There should be two other fights on a fight on a. I, I remember Pacquiao Mayweather had a shit undercard, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, remember we would see guys like we would see guys like Julian Jackson. Yeah, the body snatcher, Mike McCall. No, that's what I'm undercard. saying, bro. Yeah, Look, had- there's nothing to stop these guys from. Uh, obviously, he has a fight, and same with both of these guys have fights. Yo, why not put the cool boy Steph and the Boots fight on this undercard? You know, right? Those guys aren't stars yet. They are to me and you. Right. No, still, nobody knows who they are, bro. Still, as they're as they're. Uh, I'm I'm hoping to introduce some people to Boots uh, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to that fight. Mm-hmm. So, they moved it. They, yeah, they moved it to the uh, to boardwalk, boardwalk hall. hall, but we don't know if it's the big room or small room, right? I don't know. I don't even know yeah. like what the deal with boardwalk hall is. They didn't have fights there for a long time, so mad long. I mean, COVID threw everything into it, right? But even before but that, brother, it was a it was a drought, bro. right? I remember, right? They had a Kovalev fight because main events wanted to do fights at that. Uh, what was the name of the short-lived casino down there? Uh, all the way on the end. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already it w- done. Yeah, it's already done. It closed. It was where. Um, oh, Kovalev uh, beat the Pope out of. Um, it was where the showboat was. Yeah. What the fuck was Billy? What's of the that? name of that place? He's dead. He's probably, yeah, he's probably drunk. Passed out. You know, drunk on his computer. Right now? I am. No, we I don't. don't. You know, when we what call. What kind of help is this? When we call on you, we expect answers. All right. I can I can figure it out actually, but um, that's cool. What's I the mean, question? Repeat on. No, we don't. No. Why am I doing that? Why would I repeat it? You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be listening. Mm-mm-mm. Right. Um. Well, no, I think Philly guys be got a press for Ace. Look, because of the the unwarranted. Um, the unwarranted views of Philadelphia. We can't get fights here. Is that um, true? Lacours is great. It's where Gavozdik. It's where uh, Better BF clobbered Gavozdik. Uh, that's uh-huh. Temple University. There's yes. great little spots, but um, yeah. Um, where is this? Revel, the rep, right? Revel Casino Hotel. That was August. Jesus, August 2014. That's Are you he, fucking kidding me? That's when he clobbered Blake Capo. Uh, yeah, Capo that, that was that was that long ago. Yeah, man. Jesus fucking. Now, Christ. so it's still there, B. It's the Revel is something else. No, right? no, 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 no. Adjacent to the showboat, it's now called Ocean Casino Resort. It's supposed to be nice, right? It looks really nice. Billy, you been? Uh, I mean, he's been drunk all over the eastern seaboard. So, Billy, have you thrown up in the lobby at the Mm -hmm. Ocean Resort Casino? Is there is how well? So, yes, that's a yes. Um, I've been there. Is there a picture of you in the lobby? Oh, he's been. Have you really been there, uh, Billy? Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it nice? Is it nice? Because it's new. really nice. They they had something where they built these like floating escalator and like some lady like fell off him and oh. got in trouble. But mm-hmm. that's all mm-hmm. I really remember. <laughs> B, you have to understand, B. Just a little advice. When you want to find out if he's been sloshed somewhere, you have to trick him. Just ask him if he's been there. It's it's implied. It's implied. So right. what? Don't say were you so, drunk there or throwing up. Right, right. You're like Billy. He'll have you that. ever been to X? And once have you ever said, been to yeah. your kid's nursery school? Right. And it's and like then the, yeah. the leap is. Yeah. He was, right. There's yeah. there's a leap you take that he was. And then it's slushed. like, yeah, I I fell into the Christmas display. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and he knocked a little kid over. Yeah, like, ah! He thought someone was looking at his his adorable son, and he he knocked out another kid. Mm-hmm. He punched that kid right in the mouth, right I in mean, the you nose. You can't be sober at preschool recitals. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Be, Beacon attest, he sloshed too. I don't go to those things drunk. I have a little bit of class. I get whenever drunk, I get drunk after. You can see those eyes, Billy, on his Instagram when he's with the girls, oh, yeah. depending on what the event is. When he's like. And they're, you know. Oh, if it's at night, I'm usually, yeah. I have a- Listen, I'll pregame almost anything you can think of. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. true. Nothing true. Wrong with so that. the answer is yes. He was sloshed at that place, Pete. Hmm. Uh, let's go on to someone else I do not like. <laughs> two, <laughs> two people I do not like in one sentence. Deontay Wilder's trainer Malik Scott has declared that they've now sent an official offer to Andy Ruiz to fight next. The ball is in your court now. Let's get it signed and sealed. Now, Andy Ruiz's father, Andy Ruiz Sr., has stated that Deontay Wilder has offered them around, in quotes, right. a 70-30 purse split, but they want 50-50. Wilder is a liar. He and his trainer want Andy to accept a ridiculous amount of money, but Andy is not a random name. Andy Ruiz's father, Andy Ruiz Sr. The only thing we're asking is a 50-50 split. We're not asking anything else. 50-50 and we're ready to fight Deontay Wilder and give him a good beating. Wilder will suffer the same beating as Anthony Joshua. I'm very, very curious to hear your opinion on this, assuming everything I just read is true. Do you believe that Andy Ruiz and Wilder are 50-50 guys? No. No, they're not. Uh, maybe it's a 50 50 fight in terms of like skill, which I don't think it is. Yeah, um, yeah I'm talking money, right? Yeah. Um, no, of course not. Deontay Wilder is a much bigger name than Andy Ruiz. Let's let's Andy Ruiz was a late replacement for Anthony Joshua, uh, and wound up winning, then looked like a fat blob in the next fight, um, and hasn't entertained really since uh doesn't throw i was gonna say has he looked good no 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 he hasn't so um i know why because i did a little research did my own research um uh wilder's last third fight against helenius which i was at uh did seventy five thousand pay-per-view buys um Ruiz fought Luis Ortiz, who Wilder beat and knocked out twice um, in his and last prior, fight. And prior to that, kind of went to war with an old Chris Ariola. Yes. Two fights post the AJ yeah. rematch loss. Right. But what I was going to get at was that fight, that Andy Ruiz fight, did 65,000 pay-per-views. So I think that's the platform that the dad is like. But all in all, let's be honest, Deontay Wilder is a huge boxing name um he was a part of 
you know, three, a trilogy with Tyson Fury, right? They fought three times? Three. Yeah. The trilogy with Fury, which was huge, massive numbers, right? Wilder is a bigger name. Wilder, uh, for criticize him all you want, he had 10 heavyweight defenses that, you know, whatever shitty opponents he fought. But in the meantime, it wasn't like Andy Ruiz was fighting killers. You know what I'm saying? And Andy you Ruiz see him on hitting... this run. Who? Right. You're right. You're right. Did, the point is, you... I don't think 70-30 is outrageous for a bargaining point from Deontay Wilder to start at. I think it's re- more ridiculous for Andy Ruiz to ask for 50-50 against Deontay Wilder. We know that's not going to happen. You're not the bigger draw A side. There's no belts on the line. Who cares? I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Sorry, Vinny. I was just curious if you saw that footage of um, Wilder on the beach with Malik Scott doing mitt work. Yeah. Oof. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who, when you, you know, when you think about your life and you pray for things like, yo, thank God my daughters are healthy and happy, et cetera, et cetera. This guy's got to be on his, you know, hands and knees praying. Thank God I got a bomb in my right hand because I, my, I can't cut it. No, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who would be on an undercard of Tuesday night fights if he didn't have a bomb in his hand. Now he does have a bomb. Now he does. Right. So he does. So, so again, this is all, it's a, it all, it all, I'm waxing poetic, but it right. all and, and that's what people out. tune in to watch Absolutely. the knockouts. So, and Wilder has been a name for a long time. Again, Andy Ruiz has, he, he was like a fighter's favorite, you know, kind of a chubby guy with, with fast hands. Yeah. But Andy yeah, Ruiz started to live off of highlight reels. I remember against Luis Ortiz, they, um, people were like, Oh, he wasn't really throwing punches. And of course, like, the, the good folks at Twitter were like, guys, he never threw a lot of punches. He would fight in spurts and then take a minute and a round off because he's fat and out of shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he yeah. would look good in certain sequences because well, yeah, he, you watch a five minute highlight of a forty-eight right. minute fight and you're like, wow, fat guy, fast hands. Right. I'd love to see it. Right. Uh, you know, same thing, you know. Tyson Fury can stink out the joint. You watch right. highlights of him slipping a five punch combination. You're like, right. this, guy's, this guy's the second coming of fill in name. You know, right. it's like, right. well, you know, you know, he does move well. And right. Andy Ruiz has, he does have fast hands, right? Sure. Wait, especially one that's built like him. You know what I mean? Right. Lo- Admittedly, this isn't a, uh, this has nothing to do with me talking about his, uh, ethnicity he's been like i love beers and tacos right you know and the guy, guy guys have jokingly said that before you know mexican fighters always joke about that because latinos are like italians it's like in our culture if, if, if we we'd all just be fat right you include it's like that's our, it's like oh food 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 it's right. like uh, chris Ariola, like my man heated used to see him all the time he'd be like always with a corona and like yeah some yeah, drinking beers hanging out Hanging out. It's like these dudes, that's not that they don't live like some of these maniacs like Floyd. You know, you see right. Floyd now older than you and I in the gym shredded yeah. with his grandson with the gloves on. You know, it's yeah. just like lifestyle shit. Right. That That's not what these guys live. You know what I mean? They, I mean, they live it, meaning they're boxers, they're sure. fighters. Yeah. Rue is in the gym and is trimmed down, et cetera. But again, just from a business standpoint, and that's all I'll speak on. I think that's the, the only energy we should give it is that what. Well, what do you think happens then? All right, it ain't. What, it's not fifty-fifty. Let's just no. agree. Does he take sixty-five, thirty-five? Does he take? 
I don't know. know. And and you know what? I don't again, if I think Wilder's at this point in his team are more insulted, like, yo, it's not out of the realm. We offer everybody 70 30 to start. You know what I mean? Come back with something a little bit more in the ballpark or don't take to like social media or whatever to do whatever you're doing. But I'm getting tired of like the negotiation process that happens in the public, like on social media or whatever, because then everybody becomes like a fucking contract contract expert, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he should take this. They should take this. Bottom line, again, I think I said it on this show. I I, I may not have, but I know I said it to friends privately. And and I'm going to backtrack a little bit. When Samson Lukowitz offered offered Canelo Alvarez fifty, I was like, "Where the fuck is he getting fifty million dollars from?" That guy don't yeah. have fifty million dollars yeah. to put up. Get the fuck out of here. It was very much a BLK Prime thing to me. Yeah, that, that it reeked of that. I'm gonna just put a tweet out, ridiculous tweet. See what kind of mm-hmm. heat it gets. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. pyramid scheme shit. You know what I mean? It like, is, I'll give it you fifty is. grand, and then run around to investors like, "Quick, give me you know ten. Like, let me piecemeal." Fifty million dollars. Who was homeboy that w- got locked up and bought the Wu Tang album? How do you say his name? Martin Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. Yeah. This is this is what this guy's doing, right? You know, he's like so, healing on people and cutting promos with right. not without without. You yeah. can't sustain it. Do so, you think the fight happens? I no. mean, bro, every everything is really all of this stuff that's happening. B is an attempt to lead to this massive card in December in Saudi. Right. With AJ, Wilder, Fury, and Usyk. That is the absolute bottom line, whether you want to call it an exclusive here, because you and I know that it's happening. Because right. they're, they're saying, oh, we're hearing rumblings. I'm telling you factually, that's what's right. trying to, they're trying trying to, to be put made. And, and some of those people I named are fully in and signed. Right. I, the more I say... You know, the more I read, yeah, we can't, our yeah, guys, you know, but guys, that is absolutely the plan. There is no one looking for money, the money is there, it's it's in the hundreds of millions. And the plan would be that those four guys, and then two winners come out, and then something massive in the next year for all the marbles, you know, which again would be massive. Right. So um, with notes, I think this is what you wanted to talk about B, as a callback when you were talking mental health. If I'm wrong, correct me. Was it about Joshua Franco? Yes. OK, so the rematch, we both picked Joshua Franco. Oh, and I, I, I on this podcast, uh, I said Franco was going to kick his ass. Yeah, I thought he was <laughs> going to win. I didn't know what was going to happen. I actually did not see it because you sent me the results and I was like, where was I supposed to watch this? Do you know right. who aired it? No. Neither I, watched do it, I. I watched it on the internet. Did you watch the whole fight? No. Okay. Did it look close or was he just getting eaten up? No, it didn't there look, he didn't look great. It was, okay. I mean, it was, it was okay. So Franco comes in two weight classes over like three six hours, pounds, before, right? Six pounds before yeah. the fight, um, which is fucking insane. Robert Garcia, who, I've said it in my tweets. I've said it privately to people. I've called fighter friends, boxing manager friends, um, boxing cornermen to get any sort of corroboration on my statement. Robert Garcia's fighters seem to have trouble making weight. Brandon Rios always had trouble making weight. Mikey Garcia had trouble making weight. 
I'll I never forget the footage of him throwing up in that elevator. Remember? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, years back, Fernando Vargas had trouble making weight. Always. Um, so these guys, they're either fighting too far down, like Joshua Franco shouldn't be at that weight anymore. If you're six pounds full yeah. camp heavy, like that doesn't make sense to me. Um, they almost canceled the fight. They went ahead with the fight. Franco loses UD. No one has a problem with the loss. He subsequently go ahead, Vin. What you were he announced he's retired from boxing. He's 27 years old. His quote was for the majority of my career, I've been going through a lot of mental problems. I battled through as much as I could to give you guys some great fights. Now there, I got to take a guy like that on his word because this guy's not uh, running people over in his car. Right. This, this guy's, you know, when when you're sort of on the quieter side and not making waves and you say that, I tend to believe you more than right. when you run over a pregnant lady and then go, oh, I'm, by the way, I'm crazy to the judge. <laughs> Um, I I feel I'm like so cr- I'm so crazy that I'm going to talk shit to you afterwards and I can't stay in a one bedroom apartment. And, that's how crazy and, I am. And I'm going to get recorded <laughs> talking about the judge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What I a, talk, yeah. yeah, what a dimwit. <laughs> um, look, Joshua Franco, great little fighter, Bam's brother. Uh, B's been calling him his cousin for uh, forever. For two years. I still want to get now. to the bottom of that. You do. They, you still, why they have different last can't. names? What are you talking about? I mean, how many oh, how many related people? I want to I want to know why. I want to know the family history. Different fa- the family history. Yeah, two different fathers. Who knows? Uh, two, uh, um, look, I, the I when, once you say my head is not in it, I got nothing for you in terms of critiquing you because that's how you get killed, not beat up, killed. Right. Your head's not in it. You're not training right. You're not doing anything right. And I want to I want to make a point really quickly, guys, at those weights. OK, because we B said we said six pounds and you're like, you know, everyone listens probably like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Guys, that's like a welter coming in like 15 pounds. Overweight. Right. But even even if a welter came in at the junior welt, like at the that's coming in at the junior middleweight limit. You understand what I'm saying? Like if 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 a welter, even Vinny, any weight class was six pounds to your point, especially the lower weight classes. But if a light heavyweight showed up on weigh in day at 181, we'd be like, what the fuck? No, absolutely. I'm just making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to bring home the point that if the smaller weights, a yeah. pound is huge. Right. But this, so six is you're getting into like two weight. Classes. Let's just be honest right now. Let's just be totally honest. It sounds to me like he had no intention of making the weight. I don't think you can come in that much over with any intention to have right. tried. I, I think they sounds, went to Japan. You know, I don't know. You got to get and acclimated. I think, and I think he went to Japan and he said, I just don't want to do this. He probably went to Japan 10 pounds over and was like, let's see wh- how far we can get. Yeah, but So Garcia is saying that they almost canceled the fight fight week. Mm-hmm. I'm what I'm saying to you, and this is a callback to us earlier talking about all the stuff. Yeah. You know, with, with touring. Right. Yeah. 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 Pertain, pertaining to that. Yeah. I'm thinking he didn't want to go and he That's... went and was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't. Now we've all done stuff in our twenties that we regret later. Right. You don't, uh, you know, with with age typically comes wisdom. Right. Mm-hmm. So and, and again, 
to your point, I'm not saying he's a kid. Okay. 27 mm-hmm. is not a kid. All right. I think this will be a very regretful decision for him. Agreed. Youth is wasted on the young, my friend. I think he'll regret this, but if he does what he needs to do and takes care of his mental health issues, I see him coming back in a year and a half. There you go. 29 is still young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And, you know, and, and, and if he's good, if if his head's in it and he comes back and he loses, okay. You know, that was, that was the right decision. I mean, his brother, supposed his supposed brother, supposed, uh, supposed brother, um, has a huge fight, as you mentioned, with Sonny Edwards coming up. Maybe that'll get the juices. Sure. Bit, well, you uh, know, he'll be around and be, he'll be around. Camp, maybe he'll be there. Maybe, you know, we'll see. Um, you want to Did, talk about some stuff that happened or, or yeah. you, still, you still want to wax poetic about this situation? Nah, I think we should get let's just hop right into it. Um, All right. So, uh, Regis Progre, his fight with the zone, Danielito I, Zoria. I mean, I look like a real shithead on this podcast lately. More look, so man. than more so than usual. Look, we, I'm, I'm, we, my, my picks are rough. So am I, man. I mean, I thought Progre was going to steamroll him. Look, man, it's very hard. It, guys, if you watch the fight, it's tough to fight somebody who's not trying to engage. And look, there are people that don't know the sport that would talk about, say, let's just say, I know it's low hanging fruit. So a casual fan watches Floyd and say he runs, he runs, he runs. It's not what Floyd did. Right now. He, 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 he'd piece you up and get out of there. He just wouldn't sit there. Yeah. This guy, look. But he did knock him down. I, I, yeah, I, but, but you can talk about cutting off the ring. You can talk, we could talk about that all night long. This guy was just, just not trying to engage. Um, it's my, I, know, I, I also noticed that in the, we'll get to it, but the Berlanga Quigley fight that no one's mentioned Quigley was outright running at some points, you know? Um, yeah. Well, look, not that, I don't I, know, not that, not, but again, to your point, you got to cut off the ring. I don't know when, I don't know when things become, I don't know when they go from, you got to cut off the ring. You have to do it better. Chavez did it brilliantly. Golovkin mm-hmm. did. Maybe right. still can. Who knows? It is an advanced age. I don't know. I think Progre has a pretty high IQ. Um, Zoria. Well, are we going to even discuss that one judge gave Zoria the fight? I mean, we got to start calling these things out. Even if they go the right way, don't we? The well, a lot, I, I, I would say a, a, a lot. A lot of people were really uh, high on Zorilla's Zoria's performance. Um, so I, you know, are you? No, I'm more kind of critical of Progress performance than I am high on Zoria's performance. Uh, Progress to me, look, Ben. Progress, look, people, smart boxing people have been saying it. A, making that weight probably isn't the best thing for him. I know I said on this show last week that he famously got some sort of nutritionist and he was making the weight better. Um, that, you know, he just has aged out of that weight 
to me looked a little sluggish, um, low energy. It's been taking him a few rounds to get warmed up, right? Um, I, Vin, I don't know. I, I wasn't high on Progress' performance more so than being low on Zaria's performance because I didn't expect much from Zaria. Um, I, I expected more from Progress. These type of fights, for me, I, I understand. For me, these type of guys are, are so difficult to look good against. Guys who are trying, mm. just, just trying to pop a jab and maybe get off one shot. You know, maybe get off a one-two and get out of there. And 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 most times that people go, X was running the whole night. You know, you know when the aggressive fighter in the post-fight meeting says he was running all night. Yeah. Most of the time, the guy wasn't running all night. The guy was right. boxing. Right. There, there was a lot of periods where I was like, this guy's running. He's running. This yeah. guy's on his bike. This guy's on his bike. Right. But but he thinks that being on his bike. And popping a one-two and then getting out of there again is winning the round, you know. Because and I didn't see that very often. And again, this is the subjectiveness hate, of the sport. You know what I mean? Is, but I don't hate guys that fight that way, bro. When you when when you're on your bike and you might rip a one-two, a three, or four, and get out of there, right? And maybe bust the guy up in that and do that a few times around. You're on your bike, you're on a bike, you land a jab and maybe a two behind it, and that's it for the round? I'm not getting... I I know you think you're winning, and you think this is slick, smart boxing, meaning the guy, not you, meaning the guy that's doing it. And there's more to it than that. There's more Mm. to... You are right. It's subjective, and it's why judging, and it's why what you like. And I guess a judge liked it. They either like that or they're corrupt. I don't know what to tell you. To get to give is order. I mean, there has to come a time where nothing's fucking going on, and you have to go. This guy's just hunting this guy down, and right. and he there was there was there was a knockdown, and he was coming forward. I don't know. I don't know about um, y- y- you thinking Regis. He's he's cutting weight. He he's he's. I'll just he say, I, I, he did. Yeah, he didn't look good. He, he didn't he, look good. I, I historically speaking, man, there's there's there, there's guy all I'm not calling him an all time great, but I'm just saying comparatively there all time greats have fights where they didn't look good. All right. I'll give I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll wait till the next fight, but I'm going to probably be. Looking more at progress decline. I got you. I'm just saying he didn't look good. Asterisk. OK, because I think there's a reason why. What's I next think for I, I mean, who? Look, you got you know, Bozo Fimo saying he's retired. So two things can happen there. Make because those two throw jabs. I, I, can you make that fight? Is is Taya Fimo either way a free agent or is he still locked in? With I have no idea. Neither I do think, I. Um, I, I he, think I think it's going to be Progray and Devin Haney. Um, I think I think that they liked what they saw in this fight, meaning Haney's well, people. I think everyone that wouldn't fight him liked it. There was there were some very valid points made by the the hated handsome Eddie Hearn, hated handsome Hearn, yeah. and that is, I don't think he looked good, and I think that, look, many a fight has been made on the back of a poor performance. Absolutely. Um, if I look, I'm smarter than that, but if I'm, if I've been hitting the head too many times. I'm looking at 
him and saying, oh, I got that guy easy. Right. Um, I'll, 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 I'll say this until it happens. I know that Devin Haney's shinny, a Lomachenko, a tiny guy heard him a couple of times. I don't mean yeah, he yeah. was on queer street. Linares heard him. Linares heard him bad. Yeah. Bad. He wobbled into the corner. I, I, Lomachenko I, heard him three times. Um, guys at 40 that can crack. I, I think, I, I, look, if that fight gets made, uh, you're right. Um, who, who, all right, let's say, let's say this before we move on. We're saying, if we're saying that's the front runner, well, who else is out there? It, we don't know if Teofimo's with top rank. They're not making that fight if he's still with top right. rank. If he's a free agent, they could make that because Jose Ramirez, right? Um, they could book Barboza, the guy who just beat Pedraza. Mm-hmm. He's 28 now. Yeah, I think there's guys I, I mean, there's got, yeah, there's that uh Gary Russell brother, Gary Antoine, right? He's a 40, right. yep. yeah, yeah, he hasn't fought in almost a year, yeah. Well, all right, well, I don't know, we'll see what happens. I, you know, it would be a fucking war is uh Subriel Matias, and yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a beast. They, they would just beat the dog shit out of each other, yeah. probably. They would just Jeez. ding ding and just stand on the like, logo. Yeah. Yo, he's never mentioned, right? He hasn't been mentioned recently. No, uh, I don't know what's going on. If it's, I don't know if it's promotional problems or, or I don't know, but that dude can fucking fight. Next up, who guy who looked great? Tim Zoo is a, is a, a show favorite. Tim Zoo yeah. beat the shit out of Carlos Ocampo. Look, we said um, he beat the you know, shit out of that dude. <laughs> The only time he got done dirty before is by Errol Spence, who's a right. top 10 pound for pound guy. Right. And Tim did him dirtier and said it. Yo, Errol, I got you or something, you know, yeah. after that. I love his new gimmick. What's my motherfucking name? After he beats the dog shit out of somebody. Yeah. He's he's showing some he's showing personality that the the timid, quiet son of a legend was not showing a couple years ago on his come up. Tell you, he is made for the Roadhouse remake. If they don't don't put him as the lead bad guy or like the dude who um, Patrick Swayze ripped his throat out, Mm -hmm. like if they need a guy for that, Tim Zoo Mm -hmm. is their guy. It would be cool to put like an Aussie twist on it, too. Uh Uh-huh. Like he speaks in his accent. I love the people turn out for him over there. That it's a big deal. Um, I love what he's doing, which is all right, this guy's saying he's injured. I'm going to stay busy, and I'm not just going to fight some can from Australia that nobody heard of. Right. Ocampo's very capable. Sure. Um, fought Fundora well. You know, he beat, the, he, beat he, beat, he beat the shit out of fucking... He beat the shit out of him. Um, he whooped his fucking ass. He whooped Ocampo's ass. It's doing nothing but raising his profile. Very smart. It's changing a lot of people's minds who 18 months ago were like, He's going to get walked through by Charlo. Now, a lot of people are thinking this will be a real fight. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and Charlo's got to be. I hope that this motivates Charlo. So we see something very competitive. I think you and I have always thought it was going to be competitive. But I think naysayers were like, this is a son of a legend. With Well, I thought I thought he was too green when they talked about it like a year ago. I said, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we said we'd like to see him fight a couple more guys. And he's done. That. And he's done it and looked markedly better in each fight. I'm I'm 
I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. I am too. And I think, and look, if he was to lose to Charlo, I still don't think that's the end of the world and that he can hang around and fight good guys and be in good fights, you know, because Charlo's the real guy there, man. Absolutely. We, we like him or don't like him. I like him. Hey, yeah. Uh, He's the one who fights everyone. So right. I don't, I don't have any problem. We no, have me neither. On our pound for pound, you know, sure. before he went, went away for however long he went away for. Um, Up next. Yeah. Carlos uh, Adamas. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Berlanga and Quigley. Quigley. Um, uh, Berlanga has a score. He hasn't scored a knockout in six fights, man. He stinks. Um, he can't cut off the ring. No. Uh, his trainer that he went back to is clueless. Um, I'm seriously questioning. I always bring this name up. If we were, if we did the podcast in person, you probably punched me by, by now for bringing his name up. But it's it's Asalino Popo Freta over again, eight million knockouts in a row. As soon as the comp, yeah, goes up, right? You know, at you all, you know, it's crazy. Like they he stop. was trying to do like like little cute shit, um, like like if you notice it gets quickly, he was trying to like push his elbow up to then punch underneath his elbow, like with the hook to the body. He doesn't go to the body. At the, there's no, okay. Here's what I'll say about Berlanga. The, 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 the little nuance shit I noticed. He has no like instinctual shit, right? It's all methodical, right? He has, does he have good power? Sure. He's good power. But once you get to the level, like you're saying, guys know how to survive. That's where you separate the, you know, the, I got a bunch of early knockouts to I'm a fucking power puncher because you still have to have some skill involved. And it, I, I don't think it's more with Berlanga seems like a mental block. Um, he does a few things right, but cutting off the ring is not one of them. And this was this was hard to watch. There were times where Quigley was outright running away, especially towards the end of the fight. Berlanga knocks him down. Berlanga's obviously going in there for the, you know, for the finisher and Quigley's he's sprinting away from him. I mean, it was almost embarrassing, but um, I, uh, Berlanga was getting hit with shots. He shouldn't get hit with Quigley's face looked a mess afterwards. So Berlanga did beat him up, but still boo-boo knocked out Quigley in two rounds. I mean, it's not like Quigley's uh, this iron chin, stay in the pocket kind of guy, um, which is strange for an Irishman. If we're being, yeah, if we're going to make fun of the Boricua beard, we got to talk about the Irishman usually a sturdy there. Yeah. But, uh, but this was, did you watch this fight? Yes. And I disagree with you. I disagree with you. About what? Um, I think there were little mini spurts where Quigley ran and it was embarrassing. 10 second spurts, 15 yeah. second spurts. When he I was think, hurt, he ran away. I think he was landing shots. Uh, the first two thirds of the fight, I if I'm Andy Lee, uh, who is his, his trainer, his trainer, who uh, is one of boxing's good guys and nice guys, one of the nicest guys I've ever met in the sport. I would have loved what I was saying up through maybe eight. Um, I think the stuff you see, you saw in the in the in the final act, you were. You were painting a broad stroke and basically saying that was the whole fight which I don't. Well, he knocked him down early. He knocked him down late. So he scored knockdowns. He was score. He was scoring shots on him. And at any time Quigley was in any danger, he ran away. If I'm in the, if I'm the corner up until eight, 
with the knockdown, I'm like, you're, you're doing well. You're, you're countering him. He was hitting Berlanga with shots. I guess it wasn't enough to keep him off or to keep no, him well, honest. It, it, it Quigley's got no power. Uh, Berlanga um, was walking through. It was a terror. It was a bad fight. Berlanga didn't look good. He doesn't I'm, look good. He hasn't. We can rotate our feelings with this the way we felt about pro gray Zoria. It's like in in a, in a knockout performance. I believe his stakes went down again, again, again. Well, he didn't knock him out. They went to it. It, it was a decision. Oh yeah, you're right. I thought he he dropped him in the twelve. He dropped him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the twelve, twice, right? Twice, and then quickly, legit, ran away. Yeah, there was Um, a scorecard that was crazy. uh, That gave Quigley two rounds. Yeah, it was. That's a a bad scorecard. It was like a yeah. It was like a I would say a seven five eight to four, you know, fight. And then had three knockdowns. Aesthetically unpleasing. Yeah, it was um, bad. Berlanga is again doesn't set his shots up, doesn't come in behind the jab. He doesn't. He sits in the crouch position. Just make him and Jaime Mungia make that fight. Let these guys, whoever, I, and I'm picking Mungia in that fight. I uh, said to our guy uh, Cali X, loser leaves town match. Yeah, I like old that. Dust, old Dusty Rhodes, right? Steve's. Um, and Alex now and Lubin. Uh, well, hang on. Want to talk about a fight that did entertain? Oh, 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 oh. Carlos Adames, J. Rock, Julian Williams from Philly. What a fun! What are the opposite of what we just said? Opposite. There was there was no running. There was no there was th- that was a firefight. Um, Talk to me you, about the stoppage. What'd you think? Bad stoppage. Bad stoppage. I agree. Mark Nelson. Okay, it's a bad stoppage. You but mean I, Paul Giamatti? Paul. He looks like Paul Giamatti. Good call. So Mark Nelson stops it. Breadman. That's a promo. That's a promo. It was kind of contrived. I didn't really. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, We've seen worse stoppages. That's my only point. It's a bad. I'm not making excuses for bad, but we've seen worse. J-Rock had a huge cut, had been rocked a few times. He had a huge cut under his eye, not bleeding into his eye. I didn't think it was an egregious stoppage. I thought it was a bad stoppage. Uh, I think I disagree with J-Rock, who I really like, and Breadman that he was going to turn that fight around. I don't think that was what was going to happen. Um, but again, I'm not, you know, let the fight fight. Uh, J-Rock, who's, I think referees do consider this, J-Rock, who has been knocked out multiple times, uh, was wobbled multiple times in that fight. Um, I didn't think it was a huge, like nefarious thing on Mark Nelson's part to stop the fight because J rock is a marketable guy who's who this would have been a great Cinderella story. He's from a fighting city. So like the powers being what they are, you're telling mm-hmm. me that a Dominican guy who speaks limited English, right. Is, right. is more marketable than fucking J rock. So I, that's why I'm saying I disagree with their take that like, Oh, the a side is, yeah, that it, was you, yeah, guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, Breadman was insistent that the A side gets the advantage in situations like this, and where right. if it can fall one way or the other. I think Mark Nelson was legit worried about J Rock's health. He's in there next to these guys, trying to take each other's heads off. 
J-Rock moving up from 54. Both guys used to fight at 54. J-Rock wasn't a big, huge puncher at 54. Good power, not a huge puncher. Well, it um, certainly wasn't. It certainly wasn't the Raleigh Romero Kenny Week stoppage, which like right. I, I we're not allowed to say someone was on the table right. was corrupt. Alleged. Right. We can just say what we feel that something right. nefarious is going on there. I don't feel I, like this was nefarious. I feel like this was a this was a poor stoppage, a little too early. I think Mark Nelson choked in trying to save um, J Rock. But this is a rough sport and you got to kind of let the guys work it out. I think I I think that um, as much as you said in his head could have been, you know, that J-Rock has been stopped before. You also have to consider that he was the real guy at 154 before. And this is a championship fight and a championship level guy. I agree. That's proven his medal before. Also, B, do you know? Uh, are there who uses, I think a standing eight might solve some problems, man. I know that people are very split on that. Yeah. Very I mean, split on that. I don't know where you stand on that. I, don't, I haven't We're, really thought about it. You know, maybe I'll get back to you next, uh, right next there. Show. Do you jump in and give the, him a standing? Eight? No, because I wouldn't actually, because he was punching back at the time of the stoppage, which is why I thought it was weird at that well, then moment. You don't, then you stop. don't stop it because right. I, was, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a bad stoppage. And I, I, what I'm doing is, is trying to put myself in the referee's shoes is all I'm doing. Not making excuses, just putting myself in the referee's shoes that I've seen. It wasn't egregious. It was bad. That was the, that was, what, I, 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 I'm okay with that because I've seen, I, I've seen shit where you want to throw something at the TV. I yeah. mean, I was mad. I was mad because he was throwing that shot. And he was wobbled, and I didn't like the way he responded to some of those shots. No, me neither. But J-Rock is just one of those Philly guys that wobbles in the third and in the fourth, reels off a four-punch combination. Right. But, and then but you it, go, ah. But Adamas is a fucking buzzsaw. He is. And and had him cut. I'm, I'm again, taking, I'm, I'm devil's advocating, advocating well, here. I picked J-Rock because, am I thinking with my heart? Because I know the guy first. There's, bro, there's multi-tiers to this. I know him. Personally, right. He's then he's from Philly. He's Muslim. He's like a really good human being, bro. Like a really good guy. Right. Never in trouble. But humble. Goes again, out of his way. I picked it. I picked the Damas because I and I picked him by KO or, or stoppage, you know, uh, inside of 12 rounds. No, be- and it's, it was a great be- pick. I be- just because I of hate that- J-Rock's history. Now yeah. this is him moving up against a guy who can punch who also is moving up. But I mean, J- it, if you look at the way J rock looked the other night, you could see he, another, he was too big for 54. It, I, and I said last show, I said, I don't know how that guy made 54. Yeah. Because that's, when I've met him, a testament to his lifestyle, bro, he's he li- but he's clean. listed at five eleven. I'm six foot and he seems taller than me. You know what I mean? And he's much broader than me. Um, I have a couple picks with him throughout the years um, with him not being in camp on some of those pictures. And he was huge. filled out. Yeah. You know, I'm not tall. You're what? Six foot even six foot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm five, nine. And, you know, he, he you know, um, yeah, he, he's he's uh, he was definitely, you know, bigger than me. Certainly right. not. Certainly not uh, in terms of husky. <laughs> husky. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what a you know, great guy, man. I I just don't hope. I hope. I don't know what this does 
I, I know you that didn't cut, like that cut was nasty on his. It on was his, bad. Uh, you didn't like some of the things Breadman was saying, but I'll say one thing where he was kind of like, where does my guy go from here? Like, I do agree with that. Oh, what do you do? Because you were in a good fight um, with a, with a real guy. Um, OK, so uh, I think the first time I'm, I'm going to be careful here because I'm friends with this person. What Breadman, I think, was try, trying to do was Paulie Juan Diaz, where Paulie clearly got jobbed in Texas, comes out and says boxing's bullshit. And in later interviews, went more in depth and says, well, you just set me back two years with a loss. Right. 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 Because now I get I get dropped in the rankings. Then right. I got to fight. So what are we going to fight two, three times a year? Right. right. And I got to fight back because the, the the champ has to have his defenses fight a mandatory his mandatories. Right. right. And then so that's two years that you've set me back before I can get a shot again. Now, boxing did the right thing and they gave them a rematch, Probably the rematch. Right. Which you won. Right. So to me. Again, I'm going to choose my words carefully because I don't know if he listens to this show mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to diss him or nothing. Breadman's rant seemed performative in terms of I'm going to do what I can to get J-Rock another shot. Where does he go from here? J-Rock was all but done a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. And has he had a fight in between? He had a fight recently and got the Adamas fight based on his name, in my opinion. I don't think he did anything warranted, right, to get that fight. Um, let me let me look at his. And again, I'm not again, I, I'm not dissing the dude. I like J-Rock. All I'm saying is. He beat uh, a guy named Rolando Mancia, who's got 12 the, losses and five at the same place uh, in Minnesota. Right. He had he had that, um, you know, his first loss was the Charlo loss. And then he had that uh, Jason Rosario loss. I was actually there. It was like two weeks before COVID hit. Right. And um, then Vladimir Hernandez beat him. Yeah. Uh, split decision, close fight. And and then it looked, uh, is he done here? Maybe. Um, right. He, so he, yeah, he again. And so he, he beats a guy with 11 losses, five knockouts from Argentina. Whose box record, which doesn't mean anything because it's an algorithm, has him ranked 264th in the in the world. Mm -hmm. And then gets an Adamas fight yeah. on, on TV. Look, this wasn't someone done dirty by the the boxing gods. He got a big fight coming off of a loss and beating. No offense to that guy, a fucking nobody. You I know? just think I just think there are elements, there are factors at hand that need to be thought about. You brought it up with him saying. Mark Nelson, hey, this is a guy that's been hurt before. You also have to balance that out if you're Mark Nelson is saying this is a guy who fought and won at the highest level. Right. Um, so so look, um, but uh, but he's now 33, hasn't fought or won at the highest level in like five years. Look, man. I, right. I mean, like, I, I'm again, not thought, trying to be a dick. I'm I really not he, trying to be a dick. I thought he fought well. Uh, I thought it was close. 
four plus years from the last time he he won a big fight. I thought it was a close fight up until that stoppage, which I think makes it we're we're gonna not use the word nefarious or egregious, but I think it makes it a worse stoppage. I mm-hmm. think if he was if he lost every round up until then, then you might say, why is the, why do I need to let this guy take these shots? Uh, you 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 gave a bunch of facts. Not you didn't opine. Yeah. You gave a bunch of facts, but you didn't actually answer directly. Wh- where does J. Rod go? It seemed like you're implying uh, retirement. Uh, no, I think if he wants to take another fight, but again, he's ranked like lower part of the top fifty in the world. I think right now. Mm-hmm. I I mean, you know, he's only had a couple fights at middleweight. If he wants to try to fight his way back up. I don't see him winning at the highest level the way he lost. Like, again, we just rattled it off, but I don't see him winning at the highest level again. I see him going into gatekeeper status, name status. Mm-hmm. Some guys, some guys, 33 is old for some guys, a guys in fighting cities who've been fighting for a very long time with a storied amateur career. And I mean, how many fights does he have? How many pro fights does he have? Um, uh. Let me see here. 34. That's a lot. 35. He has a draw too. So that's a lot of fights and it's a lot of miles and he's fought tough fights. He's been knocked out. Um, And in fights, I remember when he was coming up, I said as much as I'd like this guy a lot, he is vulnerable though. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think he's done well with his money. He's made good money. If he wants to come back and, and fight, I'd like to see him. I'd watch him again. I don't. I just don't see him winning at the highest level again. Sorry, it hurts for me to say that because I really like the dude, and um, I'm a fan of his. If he decides to retire, happy retirement. Yeah. What what do you think? Where do you think he goes? I'm just upset for him. You know what I mean? Because he's such a good guy, and uh, um, I support whatever he wants to do. You know, I think he's still got some left in the tank. And uh, can make for some good money fights. Um, I don't think vulnerability is a bad thing in terms of good fights. You right. know what I mean? It is. It is if you're if you're you. Okay. You know. Uh, I I want to. Uh, our man, friend of the show, uh, Cali X, on uh, Twitter. He's at Cali C A L I X Boxing and the number two at Cali X Boxing two. Hot take, B. You ready? Uh-huh. Adamas is an average fighter. Average is good in a terrible middleweight division. Current middleweight division is the worst division I've ever seen. I, <laughs> I never disagree with me, hermano. Uh, Hispanics causing panic podcast. Check those guys. Check his. Tw- he's a great follow on Twitter. Yeah. He's articulate. And he's really smart. well put together. Uh, yes. Tweets. Um, yes. Smart guy, man. Yeah. Smart guy, articulate. Um, he's been in there. I, I want to say he was in the amateurs. Was um, he in the amateurs? I believe he was. He can correct me on Twitter if I'm wrong. He's definitely he's definitely slung those dogs. <laughs> I know that. Uh, as have you and I, but I don't know to what level um he chose to take it to. But mm. what do you think about that? 
What do that you think? This is the okay. worst middleweight division in the history. Well, of- <laughs> is that um, uh, what's the word there? Um, hyperbole. Because uh, he's a smart guy, that, that could be hyperbole. And what do you think about the fact that Adamas is an average fighter? I think I said when we were making. The- I don't think I don't think he's an all-time great Adamas, but I think he's 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 a good st- uh, sturdy guy. Um, I enjoy watching him because he's because he's fun to watch. But yeah, I mean, uh, my buddy Jesse and I, Jesse, who wrote us uh, two weeks ago, uh, I quoted him. Excuse me, uh, based on the Josh Taylor fight. Um, he's, he, he, him and I text daily about boxing and, um, he was like, hot take Adamas is the best fighter at 160 pounds. And I wanted to argue with him. And I said, no, you're right. There's no other, it really kind of is a, is Golovkin retired? Like, what's his deal? Is he, 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 he hasn't said anything. And what did he feel? He's got the belts at 60, right? He hasn't been stripped. Yeah. I mean, so I, does he stay at 68 and take a, you know, I mean, I'm going to read off. Is, is Janabek the best guy? Like we need to see Janabek Adamas. And you and I both don't think Janabek is, is, is that good? Yeah. I don't think he's the goods. You know, I think he can crack. We were a both, bit. we were both disappointed, right? Yeah. Against, against Denzel Bentley. Yeah. He's very raw. Um, right. He doesn't. He, yeah, he's just a raw guy. He's just a goon, basically. Right. And those guys only go. Only really go so far. Yeah. So, before <clears throat> someone just boxes right, their so ears off. We're calling for KOTB boxing, Vinny and Brendan. Hey, look, we, I wouldn't mind to watch Triple G fly Mungia's head. Get him a payday. You know, what? how, how do we want to see? If Golovkin doesn't retire, how do we want to see him go out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who? You know why? I'd like to see him. Uh, if Berlanga's with the zone, why not have Triple G fly his head? And, and you know? move up, move up to 68 and take well, that. He, well, he's never said that he's not. He, he, he. I think he mentioned he was going to go back down to middle and defend his belts after right. the Canelo fight, but there hasn't been any move movement there. So, so at, at, you got Liam Smith, Chris Eubank Jr. Um. That another Kazakh guy, Vinny, help me with his name. It looks like Miriam. Mm-hmm. Miriam. Miriam. Nurse. Nurse. No, Nurse. Okay. Miriam. Nurse. Okay. Um, you got Janabek. Uh, Michael Zafara from he's an Aussie. Yeah. Got, yeah. Um, I don't think too highly of him. Jeff Jeff Horn beat him. Kel, he did beat Jeff Horn. Jeff Horn came back and beat him. Kel Brook beat him. Um, and then our our man Denzel Bentley. Yeah. Shane Mosley Jr. is like ranked in that middleweight division right now. So, and I don't think too much. He's at sixty eight, isn't he, Mosley Jr.? No. Well, he's ranked at sixty. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he fought at sixty eight like the whole time. All right. Well, to me, whatever. It's not yeah, a good whatever, division. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Agreed. But to me, if there's anything interesting for G left, if he, you know, decides to walk away, cool. You know, he's not yeah. young. I think Berlanga. I think Mungia. You know, he he throws punches and is a knockout guy, and you know, th- there could be excitement there. What's up with Austin Williams? What's his deal? I don't know. 
I don't know what these guys are doing. He fought in April. And I, I, I don't I didn't see it. I want to say it was an undercard or something. What's okay. his nickname? I love it. Ammo. Yeah. I like Ammo. That. Ammo Williams is a Rocky heel. Yeah. 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 All right. So we also had uh we Erickson talked about Lubin. Josh, right? Erickson Lubin, uh Luis Arias. Uh you know me, man. I I I I thought I thought Erickson Lubin was the second coming. Me too. Um, I had him, I, I saw I, him on I had the, him beating Charlo. I saw him on the Thurman Danny Garcia undercard mm-hmm. at the Barclays Center, and I was like, I was like, I was thoroughly impressed. Um, gives a great interview. Uh, again, another guy seems like a nice guy. You want to root for him, absolutely. Um, and uh, you know, Charlo knocked him out. Um, it was the first round. It was like 17 yeah, seconds. It, it no, wasn't good, man. He, he, bent, good. he bent at the waist, and Charlo hit him with an uppercut, and that was it. Good night. I um, picked him to win that fight, so guys, yeah. uh, be um, careful. I hope we don't hear from Luis Arias anymore. He, he The opposite. I, I'm not a fan of his. I don't like uh, – he seems doesn't seem like a very nice person. Yeah, like his, his post-fight interview was a, a bit delusional. That was a quick count, too, though. Yes. So, Yes, it was. Uh, I, I, again, it was. I've seen quicker counts. Uh, so sort of like Mark Nelson's stoppage was someone trying to save Arias from what could have well, happened let's, later. Let's, let's get into what happened. B. What do you think about guys whose logic is I'm going to pop up at nine and a half to me? To me, you're giving someone the tempting opportunity fate. to fuck with you. Yeah, you're tempting in my fate. opinion, you're tempting fate. Uh, I don't like it. Get up. Get up. They're going to rub your gloves. <clears throat> if you need the time, get on a knee at least, you know, look at, you know, but it's very, I don't know, man. Get up, get at, up seven. at seven or eight, man. And right. and make it don't don't let someone do that to you. What's next for Lubin? Uh, look. Uh, what's his name? Got sparked out clean. Fondora. Why don't those two run it back? Oh yeah, it's a good idea. That's a that's a good fight for hey, both. Vinny, of them. Vinny, matchmaker tonight. That's fucking right. I like that shit. That's All a right, perfect so fight to run again. KOTB promotions. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll set it up. Um, I have a decent sized backyard here, mm-hmm. so if you guys so want to come over, I have a uh, couple bounce houses back here that I move out of the it, way. If you guys want to come <laughs> over, yeah. so the the other option is they just fight and we watch it with the yeah. kids. Yeah, I'll okay. throw on. Hey, I got all beef Franks over here, Vince. You know, kosher, oh, kosher, kosher, kosher brats, no mm-hmm. pork, no, no swine on the grill. Mm-hmm. Throw some burgers and some dogs on. Throw some cult 45s in the uh, in the cooler. That'll get so me basically up here. just me, you, Billy and the girls watch those two beat the shit. Well, out I mean, each other. well, I, I'd have that. Well, you're I'd, you're... I'd have Ray known and Paulie come over. We'll have Paulie call it from my backyard. I like that. I like that very much. Yeah, there you go. We can uh, air in Saudi. We'll own the rights to sell to that, our Yo, that shit's dope. We'll make it look like Eddie Hearn's backyard. I'll get it all dressed. Yeah. I'll get dress it dressed it up. up. I'll dress it we, all up. We talked Josh Franco. I really like over. that idea, though. That's a fantastic uh, idea, Vin. I, I I like it, man. It seems logical, and it and seems like it's low-hanging Totally food. plausible. Let's do it. Yeah. When all you right. can make it, let's make it. Let's go. Uh, this weekend... Uh, a guy we both like being touted as the next great American heavyweight. It's hard to 
say, oh, that, that's 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 a bad assessment because he's knocking everyone out. Right. J- Jared Anderson, Kasabutsky. Uh, Kasabutsky. Uh, I, I think he's a late replacement. Yes. Um, yeah. Did you see, did you catch the Roy... And uh, yes. Jared Anderson thing, yeah. Very, super emotional, man. Yeah, I think because I'm an empath, guys. If you didn't see it, it's a, a minute long. They're in the ring, and Jared Anderson's having like a mini breakdown. He's not losing his mind or anything, but he's sort of talking about the pressure. Yeah, uh, you know the weight that's on his shoulders. Now, where it picks up, I don't know if he's talking about like, yo, this pressure comes from I'm the breadwinner for my family, and this is pressure, or if he's just talking strictly boxing. He's look, he, he's highly skilled. Um, but I do you do you know the context of that video, V? Because apparently no, he, it's a whole episode. Apparently, there's an episode on top right, rank. So he he's not fighting. That's my fault. He's not fighting Kasabutsky. That fight got canceled. He's fighting Charles Martin. Right. Charles Martin. My bad. My bad. That's my fault. That, he was supposed to fight this guy. Kasabutsky, now he's right. Prince, Prince Charles Martin, who AJ <laughs> sparked out. Who, by the way, speaking uh, of mental health issues, this dude's legit fucking 730. 100%. This guy's this guy got shot like right after he won the belts, right? Like he was yes. cruising around L.A. Yes. And and he then drove himself to the. Uh, have you ever seen his videos that he makes? I actually haven't. Oh, my God. Yo, it's crazy. We've talked about this both on air, but when we, you know, in our private lives together. When when you you know you say that kid that kid that kid like talking about the tank and then you go oh the kid's twenty eight right Prince, I remember Prince Charles Martin winning that I I think it was the IBF title um yeah um, when when Glasskopf like blew his knee out that's how he won it yeah Zar Glasskopf yeah he blew his knee out remember yeah, he that, just yeah he like stepped bro, back that was his- seven years ago bro. And he's 37 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. I was at that fight, dude. Were you? Yeah, I was there. I was. Yeah, that was at Barclays. Yeah, we were we were ringside at that fight. That was I think that was the undercard. Correct me if I'm wrong of. Wilder. I want to say that was uh, could be wrong. I'm trying to think who the main. Yeah, it was Wilder Spielka. That was the undercard of Wilder Spielka. I was ringside at that fight. Yeah, that's when he disconnected Spielka. Another situation right. where someone was doing well against Wilder right. and the neutralizer. You know yeah, what I mean? You could sort of. See, I remember that fight clearly. You could see that Wilder was measuring him up like he was letting him get like a little, a little, a little. Right when he got in reach, he dropped the hat. Spielka famously got knocked out so bad he lost his uh, control of his bladder. He he. He, we were there. He started pissing himself. He yeah, was legit out. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, see that you look, you know, AJ detractors will say, well, you know, this guy beats Zar Glasgow because was whatever injury. <laughs> Yo, it's, it was gross. His knee like <laughs> went the way it shouldn't go. <laughs> um, and then a couple of months later, he gets an Anthony, Anthony Joshua fight at the O2 arena, which is huge and right. gets sparked out clean in two. Um, looks like he didn't care to be there. Didn't want no, to be there. remember he 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 like forgot his trunks and had to wear like yeah. what looked what like it? some middleweight's trunks. And yeah, like it, it, ah, so weird. That was that long ago. Wow. 
It was a shit show. Who's the Polish kid? It's spelled Kalnaki, but you say, how do you say it? Lost the game. Yeah. Kalnaki. Then he lost to him, which is a rough loss considering yeah. what's happened to him. Right. Um, well, Adam, yeah, it wasn't going to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he and um, t- two fights ago, January 2022. So 18 months ago, he got sparked out by King Kong Ortiz, who's 109 years old. Right. And then his last fight was in September against Devin Vargas, who he knocked out. Um, he lucks his way uh, into yeah. this because it's uh, it's not ESPN plus. Right. It's ESPN or it's ESPN plus. I'm not sure. Let's see. Uh, I, I like Jared Anderson a lot. I do, too. It's on ESPN. Uh, I don't know how their plan of moving him is B when do you so you and I always talk about okay now's the time to move up and you start putting him in with ex-champs like it or not this guy's an ex-champ on paper yeah okay he's an ex-champion on paper oh my god I I know this is the ultimate on paper isn't it yeah so I think he's gonna do him dirty do you Uh, this is gonna be don't blink Guys, don't blink and you're talking potential, uh, not potential, Sports Center top 10. Top 10, highlight real KO, and it's going to be on ESPN. We're halfway through this year, guys. We're halfway, which sounds insane. It's gross. We're halfway through this year. This might be top 10 knockouts of 2023, yeah. and we haven't seen it yet. We just know it's coming. The que- So let's skip all the breakdowns. Right. Because there is none to be had. No, he's going to work in behind the jab. He's got a great punch selection, moves his hands fast, good feet, everything. Yeah. We haven't and he's seen big. his chin tested and he's big as shit. Yeah. Good guy. Um, a rare guy that's got a big mouth, but you but but you're a fan still. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. usually translates to like, ah, I don't like this motherfucker. But right, right, big, right. You know, just a likable guy. Tell me, let's skip the prediction from both of us is Clubber Lang. Pain. What what do we do now? He's fighting often. What do you who do you put him in with after in the this? fall? In the fall, a real ex champion? Do you do you get do you give, yeah? Uh, I mean, a, I I think a, I think we get another. We need another step up. Uh, just to see Ortiz or is that too big Oof. a step up? No, I think that's good at this point. Um, but if he's still fighting a Chris Ariola who. You know, maybe we'll lose a fight, but, you know, won't. Yeah, this won't be a test for him. He was supposed to have a test, no fault of his own. Uh, th- anyway, he, he's it's actually he, my you apologize for writing that. It's my bad for reading that. I knew he was fighting Prince Charles Martin because I was going to write to you. This is crazy that this this guy talk about luck or who, who yeah. he's homies with talk about stepping in shit. And yeah, come out smelling like a rose. I mean, and I got- knew that too. And I, you know what it was? I forgot because I got so excited about the next two fights. Yeah. Well, so hold on before we move on to them. Just um, you like a King Kong fight? You like a Chris Adiola? Yeah. A guy, a name. I'll take. Guy, I'll take one of them. A name sure. guy that can fight, but that he should beat if yes. he's as good as we think he is. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And if and, he's I, smart- and, and I'd like to see it on like a big undercard. Yeah. 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 And if he sparks either of them out, it becomes a, it goes from a good win to borderline great for it for, for where he's at. Yeah, I, for the timing. Right. Yeah, the other thing the that I, the other thing that I wouldn't mind seeing is if they do like a 
a couple more ESPN fights. ESPN. Not I plus, agree with that. Not PPV. ESPN. No. And, he, and, if, and get and get some fans behind them. If uh, in the fall, they, any of these names we're talking about in the fall, I'd love for that to be on. Bro, they don't have to make weight. They don't have to make weighted heavyweight. If he fucking detaches this guy's head from his shoulders um, in 30 seconds, make a fight right away. Agreed. Right away. He's always ready. He always says afterwards, Joe, right. I didn't get hurt. No cuts. My hands feel good. Let's go. Let's go. So do something in eight weeks. You know, fight. Uh, yeah. Do, so, do something in uh, late August and then sure. another one in the fall. Whatever their availability on ESPN and top rank and, you know, whatever, do it. Anyway. Okay. Let's go on to two fights. We're really happy for the one we might be going to. Uh, I want to add this. You don't seem to harp on it as much as me. Uh, you want to kill the sport. Uh, it's it, by the way, boxing is not dead. It's not going anywhere. But you want to cause oh, division. What a year. Yeah, you want to cause division. Uh, have two great cards on different networks at the same night. And two guys in the same division who you and I for two plus years now that we've been have doing been, this show have been calling for just make these two guys fight. Make these guys fight. Because they're because we said two years ago, Spence and or Crawford are not going to fight either one of these guys. So and just now have that they finally made that fight. be Those two might fight two or three fights and go and retire and retire. Right. So. Again, we we say kid, we say kid. Boots is like twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Same with Vir- how old is Virgil Ortiz now? I'll look it up now. All so right. keep so 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 Virgil Ortiz guys is fighting uh, Amantis uh, Stanionis, who's fucking awesome. He's really good. Yeah. So this is uh this is should be materialized into a really good fight. Um, he's twenty five, B. Virgil Ortiz. Well, right. And when we started doing this show, it was 22. Yeah. We've been doing um, it two and a half years. The the um, the health issues and issues making weight. Are you are you? Is that on your mind? Yeah. He shouldn't be fighting at 47, unfortunately, if he's. What is that called? You know, I got to you, you look at I got to no, look it you, up now. You have, you know, your parents are in the medical. Field, yeah, but they're so. they're psych nurses. They don't know that shit. They're not they're not like medical, you know, like. Look, I'm trying to put them over. Uh, um, what is this shit called, dude? I don't know. I don't it, know. I had it the last time. I played it on the show. This you did. This didn't you play the pronunciation of it like a thousand this, times? This is look, man. I hate talking like this. I really do. Um, if we didn't have a show, I would just say it to you. Um. I hope it this week, next weekend and ever, it doesn't come into play with this guy's health. Yeah. You know, but things like this, man, this kind of stuff, you don't play boxing, guys. Um, You know, you're shooting hoops and something's wonky. All right. This these guys are hitting you in places where you can die. Right. Um, People have died in the ring, guys. Historically speaking. The number of guys who have died in the ring, as opposed to any other sport, um, you're fighting for your life in there. Um, And this, I don't know if it's a disease, a condition. I don't know what's, I'm not going to say politically correct. It's not politically, it's not a politically correct scenario. I genuinely don't know. 
if it's a disease or rhabdomyolysis. And can you rhabdomyolysis? Can you read what it actually is, B? Not just the word, the name. Like explain R- it. Rhabdomyolysis. Right. Okay, rhabdomyolysis, often uh, often just shortened to rhabdo, is a serious medical condition that can be fatal or result in per- permanent disability. Rhabdo occurs when damaged muscle tissue releases its proteins and electrolytes into the blood. These substances can damage the heart and kidneys and cause permanent disability or even death. I mean... And... uh a breakdown of muscle tissue um the muscle tissue breakdown results in the release of protein uh into the blood it can damage the kidneys very rare uh i'm gonna look up causes b yes (laughs) nothing that you said sounds good for a fighter <laughs> it doesn't sound good for me and you. <laughs> no, so this so guy basically, basically what happens is your body goes into panic, from what I understand, because you're starving it to make you know, and it 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 affects guys in sports who need to make weight. So it affects jockeys, race car drivers, boxers, and cyclists. The most fucking weird, right? It's really weird. So. Look, in the back of my mind, guys, um, uh, it, it's it's there. Sure. Um, more so, Castanionis is a goon. He yep. can fight. Yeah. He's really good. Um, this is a real has potential for a really to be a really good fight, guys. He's from Lithuania, um, yeah. And if we, look, we, we always want a great fight. If someone comes out the clear victor or it's dominant or there's a knockout. Wow. You got a guy in 147 to talk about, you know, um, because it's been just nothing but Bud and Spence. And then, you know, our guy is boots on this show. Yeah. That's it's like, we have, we have our guys, our, our, we feel like they're our sons, our kids. Yeah. It's boots. It's cool boy, Steph. It's bam. You know, and these yeah, are guys that we're vocal about. Yo, we like these guys right. for a variety of reasons. Ortiz is one of those guys too, or was and, when, and we, he, when no, we first he started is. the show. Yeah, he is, and he's just been gone, and he's been, right. and it's not no fault of his own because of this thing that I don't know how to say. So, with all of that said, um, I hope to just see him looking like himself early on. You know, obviously mm-hmm. early on, that's what I'm going to be looking for. Right, is he himself? Uh, is he got to get his feet wet? Is he going to take four rounds? Uh, you know, are these guys, these guys can both box and they can, they can both throw punches. Yeah. I, are they going to, is it going to be a chess match or are they going to pick it? I'm picking the over in this thing. What uh, is it? Do you know? No, but it's I, probably, I, did they publish betting odds? I'm sure they're somewhere. Of course. I, look, depending where the overs is. What I mean by that is I'm picking it to go the distance. Look, there's such a fucking wild card in this guy with what you just read about this disease and his health that, you know, am I, are we, are we making our pick based on the fact that Virgil Ortiz is fine? Babe? You know, that's what you got to answer me. I guess, I guess, yes. I'm going to go ahead and say that because he would have already been affected by this, this close to the fight. Um, Staniosis is, 
It looks like he's like plus sixty, plus two thirty. I'm seeing. Where the fuck? What? Uh, where do you go for odds on odds checker? I put their names and then the odds. Like I would put Ortiz, Stanionis odds. It then. looks like Stanionis is plus two ninety. Ortiz is minus three thirty. Let's see. Anyway, so it looks like Ortiz is obviously the favorite. Um, I, I mean, th- this I have that uh, Ortiz is minus four fifty. Minus four fifty. Guys, that's wow. a four and a half to one. To one underdog. Uh, uh, favorite, excuse me. Favorite. And uh, I, I have Stanley Onus is plus 300. So, guys, you put down 100 clams on Stanley Onus, you win 300. Yeah. And you got to put 450 on Virgil Ortiz to win, to win 100 clams. To win 100 bucks. Um, look, if Virgil Ortiz <laughs> is Virgil Ortiz that B and I have been hailing for however many years, look, I think it's a really good fight. Yeah, um, I think it's relatively close by close. I don't mean, oh, that could be a draw, but it could get nip and tuck in there. And I think that. Uh, and you mentioned this a couple episodes ago. Ortiz has 19 fights and 19 knockout. 19 yeah. fights have ended under 12 uh, under the under the uh, the the negotiated uh, time frame. So inside the the time frame. So I think this is going to be his first decision victory. I think Stanley Onis will stand up to his power. I think uh, in spots he'll give as well as he gets. Uh-huh. But I think uh, Virgil Ortiz wins a UD. You're picking UD as well. Um, I'm picking UD. Look, he, they're both young. Yeah, Stanley is 28. Is 28. Um, he's, he's not a a devastating puncher. He's got enough power to keep you honest. Virgil Ortiz, I think his power is real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stanionis is skillful enough to avoid getting hit by quote unquote that shot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, unless it's a situation where he's just getting hit with just bombs away you know mm-hmm. but i like uh i like virgil ortiz in a good fight uh ud and i agree with you that uh that it goes the distance okay moving on to the competing card which is absurd that they're doing this i, I yeah. again i don't know how boxing or why boxing does this um, this is in atlantic city guys uh close to both b and i um, and now I'm looking at the odds on this, and it looks like Boots Ennis is uh, at minus 900. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it started at like 1100. So maybe some, you know, there was some money. Yeah. Swang. Um, Boots Ennis, Roy Monvia. Um, look, Boots is, Boots is doing what he's, what he can. Um, he's via, ready via beat Rashidi Ellis. This guy's a re- the real deal. He's tough as fucking nails. He looks like again. He looks like a bad guy. He's got like some oddly placed tattoos and whatnot. Uh, he's kind of got like a flat top type mullet 
deal. Yeah, his hair, on. Is, his hair is ill. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think Boots is going to be too much. I think this is a... I'd like to see Boots a little bit more active. I hope this is the start of that. Yeah, me too. Um, look, Viaz got one loss, and it was by decision. Um, these are the dudes that when you're good and you're sturdy, look, Colombians hit like fucking Mack trucks. This is where if you look really good and stop this guy because um, Boots, look, 30-0 and 0 with 27 KOs, man. Um, this is a Lukowitz guy, by the way. That that last guy, um, that fight that went the distance, Chukadian, no, uh, for Boots, Chukadian had stopped a long run of knockouts. So, I think I think Boots has has to do something special um, to secure that. Big fight and the big bag, you know? Yep. Because, look, we've said it a million times, and we'll say it one more time. Bud and Spence are wrapped up with each other. Right. And uh, unless it's a one-round knockout, they're probably going to run it back, no matter what happens. Uh-huh. You know, unless unless, unless it's so lopsided that it doesn't warrant it, you know? Yeah. Um. So who are these guys floating around at 47? that are good that just aren't names well two of them are fighting the same night right if they both win are they gonna try to make that fight and there's you know secondary belts at stake i don't know what's your prediction though my prediction is hey um i'm i'm gonna go ahead this guy villa's never never been knocked out no one loss and it was a decision. Decision. Um he's a kind of guy who starts slow, at least from what I've only seen him fight Rashidi Ellis. Yeah, and me he start, too. He started slow against Ellis and was just there the whole time. And Ellis sort of gassed, you know, and he he overtook him. He was landing boxing intelligently in terms of uh waiting his guy out. I don't think he's gonna have that uh Luxury with boots. Boots can punch. Boots is big. Boots. Uh, guys, by the way, Rashidi Ellis can fight. That's his only loss. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah. He didn't beat a hobo to get in this position. Right. This guy's um, the real deal. Right. I. Uh, yeah. Rashidi Ellis. Got 15 knockouts. I mean, he's, you know, he had a uh, tough fight with Alexis Roca. Um, but anyway. Getting into this fight, I think uh, I think Boots overwhelms him. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a mid round stoppage, referee stoppage. I'm gonna Five say I'm gonna say he stops him in nine or ten. Okay, same thing. Too much, too too many tools in the toolbox. Um, I, as as much as much of a goon as I think Vi is, 
and I think he's good. I think he's really good, actually. Yeah. It's these are very risky fights because he's a really good guy. Nobody he's a good guy. Right. There's not there's really nothing to gain. Yeah. And this is the thing him. about Samson Lukowitz. He finds all these guys. Yeah. He brings all these South American guys up here and gets them big fights. But I'm what I'm what I meant by that, bro, is with Virgil Ortiz, Daniels. They're both good. That loss isn't gonna ruin your career. Right. Your boots are on this run for me and you. This guy's a future pound for pound guy. Right. Uh, we spoke about him. He might even be on our pound for pound if we were allowed to do that, but you're not right. because of competition. But if we're eye test, he might be. Da, 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 da. He I certainly know. him and Virgil Ortiz are certainly the eye test pound for pound guys. Absolutely. For both of us. We right. said it. If I right. get if our, if our top 10 guys were just all eye test, it wouldn't be what it is. Right. There's guys that we think are superb that just haven't done anything yet. Sure. Um, I think Boots has in his head, I got to do this guy dirty. The last fight, uh, a guy wasn't uh, wasn't dancing with me. I stunk it out. Everyone right. that was talking to him about me turned in, tuned in, including yeah. us telling, guys, everyone watch this guy Boots. Right. Everyone watch this guy Boots. And, and when we said happy. it, yeah, when we said it before, he delivered. So we looked like geniuses. And then he, he I'm not going to say he looked like shit. The guy didn't want to dance and he was tough. Right. You know, so it mm -hmm. became, I think he's got, some Philly chip on his shoulder shit. I need to. It's going to be close to home, too. Yes. Uh, Philly's going to be in there. Trust me. When Philly guys fight in AC, it's dominant. Oh, now I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gross. It's Just the smell of cheesesteaks everywhere. It's very disrespectful and hurtful. You guys, you guys are going to sneak that in, right? How you dare guys just, you? You guys just always have cheesesteaks in your pockets? How dare you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think nine or ten boot stops him, which leads All to right. some interesting stuff. I'm going to say six or seven. Same, right. same, same result, just a little earlier. All right. Where's this Irish Billy? Do we have mail? Yeah, that's it, guys. So listen, guys, uh, before we get into mail, um, write us at KOTBboxing at gmail.com. And um, excuse us if we don't read your mail. Some of it's just too long for the time frame. Other stuff gets goes into spam for some reason. So. If uh, if you send a couple of letters and we don't read it, um, it probably went into the junk file. But we'll, we'll be more diligent. We'll check the junk file. I think that's fake journalism right there because we checked the spam folder, didn't we? Yeah, but it erases after a while. So mm -hmm. and it's a biweekly. It's a bimonthly mm -hmm. show. Are you picking and choosing whose mail you're reading? I don't read anybody's mail. You're the mail guy. This mm -hmm. is a surprise. Mm -hmm. no, I'm mm -hmm. trying to save you. From the beardies, uh, mutiny on the beardies, mutiny from the beardies. Never happened. Did you just roll your eyes? <laughs> Did you just eye roll a potential man. You're getting really arrogant with your with your with your fanfare. Mm. Look at that. Don't the think beardy. you're too big for your for your fans. Your fans will turn you like that. All right. He's and getting too big for his britches. He yeah, man. He doesn't understand Hollywood like us. He doesn't. He you know, doesn't. this is the biggest podcast, Billy, in the world. Bigger than Rogan. All right. And we talk about one subject and that's boxing <laughs> that, that most of the world doesn't care. About. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on to the mailbag. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. On to the ball bag. Mm -hmm. We got AV checking. Hey, in. Um, he's asking to what can we attribute the perceived underperformance of pro grace? And does this version of him fare at, all well against a Barboza or Lopez post-retirement. I think me and I disagree a little bit there. We both left it with a question mark. Yeah. 
B's is a little bit more negative question mark. Mine is a little bit more positive question mark. I think it's really hard to 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 deal with those type of guys, man. Where they'll tell you in in Zoria's mind, he fought brilliantly and was boxing and and that's real boxing and real boxing is hit and not get hit. Whereas I saw a guy, you know, maybe putting a one two, touching Regis. And getting out of there, and getting out of there, and getting out of there. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we touched on it, Av. Sorry, bud. But um, yeah, I think uh, what we we're gonna have to see him in there with a higher ranked guy who, like Vinny said, will engage. But again, I think the the weight is an issue for for pro gray. Uh, weight and age combined. Uh, not saying. He can't make the weight. I don't think he's making the weight effectively. I don't, and I don't know if his body type and size carries to forty-seven. He doesn't doesn't I, seem to be a big guy. I absolutely agree with the last part. That and I, and it's the same with Josh Taylor. Even though I, regardless, I think Josh Taylor's done. Me too. But but I don't think going to forty-seven prevents him from being done. I I think pro grays. Uh, it's that's a weird position where you're not big enough to go to four seven forty seven, but you might be. Um, I, look, that that fight went twelve rounds. I don't think that he faded. I think he tried to get that guy the whole time. I didn't see what I thought was a guy who was gassed particularly. Um, but it, one thing V and I agree on is that isn't it, it is what it is when when tonight look good tomorrow and we're both putting an asterisk right. there um i think he'll come out and maybe destroy whoever he fights next and b is questioning whether and, that's and, and happening. I, i'd like to see him with anybody top level at 40 yeah me too okay cool i'm gonna jump into the next one av had a couple other questions but i'm gonna make time for this next one um thanks for checking in av um we have Marcos from Australia. Vin. That's my guy. Yep. That's my guy. Um, big fan of the show since day <sighs> one. So much respect to you all. For, Thank further you. Further to the question in episode 48 regarding the use or lack of using the jab. It's a hard one to get across to the majority of athletes, the real importance and impact an effective jab can have. Oh, I just want to inter interject. Marcos is a trainer, both amateur right. and pros. So this isn't coming from some pinhead who thinks they know the sport. He's in the gym every day. This isn't boxing. my this isn't my sock puppet account writing into Correct. a rap show. Correct. Right. But he, he's the real deal and he lives in the gym. I strongly believe the jab is the most important punch in a fighter's toolbox, can systematically mm -hmm. break an opponent's heart, stopping an opponent an opponent's momentum and forcing them to reset set up a power punch, double and triple to distract and occupy their attention, creating opportunities for others' shots to land. Underutilized in telling the future, same way a feint gets a reaction, so does a flick jab, giving an indication on how they are going to react, defend, etc. Trying to keep this short as not to bore anyone, and I'm well aware everyone has their own varying opinions. Long story short, I think it's underused and quite often needs reminding to athletes is mainly due to optics. A hook, uppercut, or rear power, hand-landed, looks more effective and has that wow factor. 
Everyone is chasing highlight real worthy content in this social media hungry times. Stay well, guys, and keep up the great work. Wow. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I never really thought that with young kids thinking in their mind, I want this shit to be a TikTok right. video. Um, I didn't either. I, I was watching old. Yeah, B, I was watching uh, Ali Jerry Quarry, and he would he would throw <sighs> that jab, and then a second quick one behind it. Yeah, he would throw that long jab, that that long jab would land. Go up, it just just that. That was his I, first fight post exile, correct? I I think so. Yeah. it was still black and white. They so. stopped him. Yes, but but even the beauty of that. He was very the variation of the, yeah. just the you and I talk about the importance of it just in and of itself. Right. And so 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 everything Marco said is on point. And then think about the the what else you can do. You could, there's variations of the one important shot. of the one important shot, changing speeds, changing Flick placement. And come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you we've talked about how if many you throw the same thing over and over again. It'll get timed and you'll get hooked yes. over it. Um, or caught with a right hand over it. Uh, a la Lennox of, Lewis, Oliver McCall. Think of the what you and I talk about when we talk about the, uh, guys that flick it out there. They're just they're just flicking it out there as a range finder. Yeah. But then guys we talked about Golovkin was a power jab. Where power jab. I mean, it's almost a power shot where you're forcing a guy that's that's starting to be in rhythm. You know, feeling. Mm-hmm. They're loose. They're, rhythmically, they're ready to throw a four-punch combat. You get hit with one of them. You have, like right. Marco said, reset. You and I use that word a lot, too. Forces you to reset. Mm-hmm. There's variations of the jab. I mean, it must be frustrating for a guy like Marcos, who does this for a living, and these kids aren't listening for a variety of reasons. But I never even thought of that. You know, that, that those highlight reels, it, it, you know, it, it, it can affect what are kids doing in there? Yeah. These I two mean, bozos are laughing. So I don't know. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to know what I want. Is it, is it that powerful that they're like, I don't want to do this. Or is it just like, has that always been the case with kids that they want to knock someone out as opposed to putting in the work and chipping away as opposed to just hitting it, you know, you know, you kind of chipping away with a tack hammer. Whereas in, if you throw the right hand or the hook, it's a sledgehammer. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't like you two laughing at me. I must have said something. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I actually just texted him why he's laughing. Because <laughs> I, I, I got embarrassed the last time. Guys, evil. guys that flick it out there is going to be the new, the new drop. <laughs> no no yeah. come on come that's on, a re- guys, that's, ah, that's a stretch there. hey that's yo, just, hey, you're reaching yo. you're reaching yeah. the right. no. anyway thanks for writing marcos it's an interesting point billy ruined with his yeah. back in, back in with the classroom child, with his child back in the classroom antics the class clown. you know the beard he's probably eat this up with his they little do. i bet you he's got like his little side his little side you know, emails with his beardies mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm going to sabotage the show this evening. And uh, that's what happened. But anyway, yo, Marcos, what up? Uh, yo, what up, up? What up? Thank you. Uh, big up to Jay to his, his fighter. Hopefully those guys get a fight over here one time. We can yeah, be dope. Yeah. Um, cool. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. tonight. That's it. All yeah. right, guys. A long one. Uh, yeah, guys, we appreciate you listening as always. 
B, you want to give out your yeah um very very dumb IG. Everybody loves my IG. Mm-hmm. It's at I underscore no underscore that underscore kid. And it's at the killer B24 on Twitter. Um, write us at keotbboxing at gmail.com. Follow us if we put a video up this fucking week. Mm-hmm. Billy mm-hmm. at KOTB podcast mm-hmm. on YouTube. Vinny, violent Vinny. Yes, that's right. That's sorry, Herf. Okay. B, I have a suggestion. Stabby McStabberton, go. I have a suggestion for you. Okay. You should screenshot your boxing tweets and post them on your IG. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We should also promote this more. (laughs) We should what? We should promote this better, but we don't. Oh. Yeah, the whole thing. And look, man, I'm still still, uh, doing jigs around my house because of... uh, being done touring still doing you know oh i thought you were around. talking about box cutter pazzy jigging people around oh, his, oh, in the neighborhood yeah that's what i thought i was like Whoa, i just walked the Vinny. neighborhood i just yeah, walk like, nah. walk and give buck 50s yeah, yeah you, that you, too. you and edgar go out and uh we go do. on he's, murderous he's a, rampage he's a vicious he's a vicious pooch <laughs> no i i think that's a dope idea because i see other people do it it's to engage i think it's because you have good you your boxing tweets are better than mine, certainly. Oh, thank you. You're, you're, smart, being, you're, you're being you're being you're smarter. Uh, you're being humble, but thank you. I take uh, the compliment. Speaking of Twitter, um, at Vinny underscore Paz, um, I I talk boxing a lot and like hip hop history. I'm never been the best self promoter in regards to my career. That probably won't change as I get older. Uh, on Instagram. Uh, box cutter Pazzy, new music coming soon. There's new merch on there uh, on JMTstore.com. Knock them out the box t-shirts. I think we still have any. Or I no? think got to talk to Sam. I think there's yeah, a few left. There might be a few left. Um, yeah, uh, Billy. F- Facebook Vinny Paz. Uh, Wait, who? Hang on. Can I ask a question? There is this uh, this this doppelganger of yours besmirching uh-huh. me on social medias. I've uh, seen you seen him. He I goes have. by he goes by Vinny Gigante. Mm-hmm. You don't know like, who that is. Really? I think it's I think it's Vinny the Chin. <laughs> Vinny the Chin. Yeah, he, I think it's. Oh, and he, you don't know who he is. No, no, no idea. He, no, he's he's awfully familiar with me and my friends. And I've he go, seen him on Raynon's page. Speaking. He he sneaks around, Billy. This 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 Vinny the Chin sneaks around on social media platforms. I'm not on, and besmirches my name. I saw like him it. on Rain. I saw him on Raynon's uh, hmm. page, Billy, calling Brandon a pest. A pest. Because he was posted up with Diamante at a post fight event on Saturday, and this person wrote. From a, on a scale of one to ten, how much more this fun person, was it? This person. How much more fun was it without the, that pest, Brendan? Yeah. Do you believe this, Bill? That this this guy's a this, bad this, this random person just just chimes in. I think I'd like this guy. <laughs> what the fuck? He's a bad. Seed. I get no. I get no support on this show whatsoever. That's not true. I quit. Okay.
Billy, what's right, your social? Guys, what do you care next, to give it? Plywood underscore bullet if you want to see me post on birthdays and holidays only mm-hmm. um, of my family, then mm-hmm. have at it. Guys, next episode is episode 50. That's the big five. Yeah, oh, the big five of half century. Something. Yeah, we're having our little our little baby is having. When do we do the uh, uh we do that around the end of year? The, the yeah, the awards with yeah. halfway, halfway yeah. through. We Didn't could do, we not do them this year. Because yeah, so we, we could miss like eight. Yeah, years. we we could do mid season awards if you want, mm-hmm. or we could do like you know our awards, like podcast producer of the year, uh-huh. you know, co host of the year, host of the year, mm-hmm. editor of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a real, it's a it's really. I mean, it, it, it this year it's neck and neck. It is. It is. All right, suggestions in the mailbag for episode fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you at episode fifty. Peace. Knock them out. Knock them out. Knock them out. Knock them out.